Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. I love that that thing is so thick, I can barely get it in there. Bye. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Casual funeral is what I'm going to say. I don't want one. Oh, you don't want to funeral I've told Kristen. I don't want. I will haunt her <laughs> if she makes people take time out of their day and say fake nice things about me. Because no one has anything nice to say about me, and if they do, it's a lie. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted. Five minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir. He's Shavaka, dude. You want to sack? The guy is drunk. Back. Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Welcome in. Happy Monday to you. No common man today. It's not Monday either. It's Tuesday. It's my Monday. Timmy Hall is here after a Memorial Day where I was not in. Timmy was with Jen Winters. Timmy, how you doing, man? I'm good, Bone. Thanks for having me again. Race Bone this past oh. weekend. <laughs> yeah, I went to a went to a little thing. Yeah, not gonna lie. Went to the Indy 500. That was a blast. I'll talk about that a little bit. You uh, are a racing loving son of a gun. I do. Well, you know what? I don't go. I haven't gone as much this year as I usually like to go out to these races, but it's the Indy 500. And I, I decided like after all the COVID stuff, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to get to that every time I can. I'm going to, so I'm going to get some tickets. We did it. We went out. And then I thought, you know what? Going to renew, go ahead next year and do it again. And then we'll try again the year after that. Man, just keep going. So, so forget about the once in a lifetime type of event. You're mm-hmm. in, you're going every freaking year now. This is a, I'm going to try tradition. to, yeah, I'm going to try to, if, if, uh, you know, I can get away and if the family's okay with it and they're, they seem to be fine with that, they don't miss me. So that's perfect for me. I can slip away, go watch the racing. It's fun. Must and be when nice. The girls, when the girls are family older, that doesn't want you around. <laughs> <laughs> when the girls are older, the hope is I'd like to bring them along. I think that they would have a lot of fun eventually, but well, right now it's a little, it's a little much. Good luck with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. It's well, you know what though? There's a lot of families that go a lot of, a lot of that. There's also a lot of uh, people who had various signs in the uh, infield that said inappropriate things <laughs> that I can't really say on the radio, but sure. Sure. <laughs> We, do, of, we, we liked Common Man's mm. reply to you on Instagram on the post. We were yeah, talking about that right. yesterday. Yeah, yeah, we have, uh, so that's a, well, we'll get, there's plenty to get to today, by the way. Inside the NFL, rapid fire coming up, rapid fire, four o'clock hour game show, which I don't even remember what the game is. What are we doing for the game show? The game show is going to be fun at the box office. Oh, okay. I have, per your request, adjusted due to inflation oh there are some did you do that there are some pretty good rankings out there that adjust the box office for inflation i forgot i forgot you told me movies up against each other and we're going to see which one comes out on top with uh its box office revenue all right so i had forgot earlier you said you're going to do box office revenue and then that's going head to head i got to pick which one made more you do okay you do and for fun i wrote the years down of the releases of these major hits okay and if you can get them within a two-year window, I think that's acceptable. Oh, a little that's, side, a fun game, little to play. side yeah. wager. Is that what I, happens? I feel I I feel that's a pretty good skill of mine. Guessing a major movie within a couple years. Chops was pretty good at this too. 
I tested him with the with the game. He enjoyed it because that's right up his alley. Yeah. Talking about movies, watching them, going over He's, them, everything like that. He loves to do the movie reviews, all that stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. That's great. I no, think we got a good one. I uh I I don't think I'm gonna do great on this game, but that's okay. I'm willing to be the fool here and, and make a fool of myself if I have to. It's what happens. But it's okay. I'm I'm looking forward to the game. Hopefully I'll be better than I was whenever we did like conference realignment. I couldn't remember what conference anyone was in. Well I had no hey, concept of where teams were. You can't blame me because I'm not doing anything sports. <laughs> I no, I'm not I blaming you. A sports movie. I didn't blame you back then. This. I blame myself for being stupid. I work in a sports radio station. I couldn't tell you what conference well, half I, these teams were in. Well, it doesn't matter if you blame me or not. I, I blame myself. It was a bad idea. I could see it going wrong about three questions in <laughs> and at that point what are you going to do just stop the game yes stop the game no we're not going to stop the game no, no we're gonna we keep going. keep going yeah no i uh we we this weekend going out to indy and seeing like that amount of people because i know i'm guessing a lot of these numbers the amount of people that are going to be or the amount of numbers that you're going to tell me are going to be unfathomable amounts of money right and the uh, like the amount of money these movies bring in is just ridiculous well yes and no because uh, me personally i thought just the all-time gross was more fun you i want this is your game so i asked you know recommendation you wanted to go with the inflation and i had a hard time understanding the complexities of how they adjusted the ranking for inflation so it seems like they they possibly picked a year and then went with what an average ticket price in America was for said year. Because I was trying to figure out from movies that I had in the game show, say, you know, Top Gun made this in the 1980s and the adjusted revenue was only that much different. So maybe it was somewhere along those lines. I'm not I'm not sure. But yeah, these are some heavy hitting heavy hitting movies for sure. Well, the amount of money that these things make is the numbers are crazy. It may boggle your mind. And that is like, that made me think of going back to this Indy 500 I went to where the number of people that are there, obviously not comparable to the dollars that were made by these movies, but there were, they said over 350,000 people at oh, this yeah. place. And Maybe think about how many people are in the area, not oh. just in the official ticketed seats. Yeah infield and bleachers whatever that is yeah it's it's an amazing amount of people that fit into one space but this we took some friends first time going to the indianapolis motor speedway which i know you've been because we went a couple times you've been or we went once to a practice not to the actual race and then you went another time to a practice with a guy who used to work here but that place is i mean you tell me if i'm wrong is that not the biggest, one of the biggest physical objects or, or spaces that's confined oh, to an area that you can wrap your brain around? Of the course. Fact that that's, a, that's technically a sports arena, and it's bigger than some small towns. Actually, quite a few small towns, I would say, probably could fit inside of its like barriers of well, that racetrack. I mean, you would know this by now, right? Because you've been there so many times. There's no sporting event in the world that could claim that many people. No. At the event. No, as far as Over I know. Over 300,000 spectators yeah, at an event. I, I'll tell you, there's two types of people that go to this thing. There's the people, because I ran into a bunch of them, of the second group. The second group is the people who watch it and are like, yeah, I like to watch this race, and I've been here for a lot of times, and this race wasn't as good as the one I watched three years ago or five years ago or 12 years ago or whatever, and they're all about like the actual thing going on on the track, which is not a bad thing to be, but... I am in the group that tends to be like, I think most people there who are just excited to be there because it's a spectacle and it's crazy. Mm-hmm. You, you got yeah. 400,000 people. You got 
just a massive place that you're in. There's cars on the track going 230 miles an hour, which is not something you see every day. And then on top of all that, it's like the biggest celebration of, I don't know, like like America and, and just a group of people who are excited about summertime starting, like all these different things that Memorial Day kind of brings as much as it obviously is a, you know, a moment where we also reflect on the troops and things like that. People have lost their lives. All that goes on. And that spectacle is the thing that gets me. And then like the race is cool, too. I love the race, but Yesterday wasn't the greatest race I've ever seen. That's okay. I loved every second of it. I had a blast. Indy 500 has always been an interesting one for me because racing in general, right? We associate that with with the South, right? With NASCAR, I think. Sure. NASCAR, we associate with the South, and then it's it's become a little bit more popular and more you know, people with different backgrounds, different types of people have become interested in the sport. Indy with the open-wheeled racing, it, I, I just feel culturally it's had a different kind of fan. You know, we've got oh, F- yeah. Formula One, right? Sort of I put in the same box of the guys that have been growing up and they've been EPL fans, English <laughs> Premier League. Right, like they just yeah, want to yeah. be fans of something that's sort of cooler and something they can't have here in the States. It's overseas. And it's it's definitely closer to an F1 style of racing than a NASCAR for sure. But yet Indy 500 just seems like that mixed bag collection of all types of racing, all types of fans. They all sort of get into that melting pot, stir it together. Like you said, you'll see some of those Confederate flags out there. Maybe not <laughs> not as many as as down that's, south, that's but as, oh. it's all you. All of it is there. Everything is there, and it's a group of over three hundred thousand people. You got to be a little bit nuts to want to even go out there and tango with three hundred thousand plus people well, in a be, small area. They spread out nicely though, because there's a lot of people that it, you, you you find that there are moments where you're like, wow, there's a lot of people. But for the most part, it's it's pretty easy to manage. The part where you do realize there's a lot of people there is when you go to leave. Or when you go to oh, get there. Oh, God. Because I want to paint the picture of those yeah. who have never been to this place. It's in Indianapolis. It's inside the outer belt there. It's called racetrack. Speedway, right? The town is called Speedway, Indiana. And it's picture like a, a, a neighborhood that's built in like the 50s or 60s in an area, you know, like, I don't know, around like Gehanna, like old Gehanna or Grandview or some of these places Picture like streets and infrastructure like that, and then drop in three Ohio State football game crowds at once coming in and leaving that space. That's what this is. So you just, you don't really plan on actually making a hasty exit unless you leave during the race. That's the only way to do it. (laughs) Like you pay for all this money, you spend all this time getting there, right. and then leave during it would be the only way to avoid all that traffic. But or it's, unless you are just super dad from one of those Geico commercials, and you are figuring out all the tricks of the trade. Yeah, there might to be get, to there sneak might be. out of there to have an Uber driver pick you up on the outskirts, maybe take you five minutes out of the uh, mayhem and then escape. It's right something. when the race is done, it's like we're out of here, kids. Let's go. It is something else, though. I, I had a blast doing it, and they they. Uh, we saw the the Thunderbirds do the flyover. Oh the, yeah, the little which you know it's cool. How did right? you grab the picture? What would you take like seventeen shots when yeah. you saw the planes? Oh coming? yeah, yeah. Well, just pick the best one. I knew they do flyovers, or they've done them at least in everyone I've most everyone I've watched. I've seen them do flyovers. So I started hearing you know it's national anthems going. There's all this pageantry. It's it's incredible this scene, right? And then. I think, oh, there's going to be a flyover sometime soon. And yeah. I look over to the left, and I start hearing other people go, oh, oh, look, there they are. And you can see way off in the distance these little dots with like what looks like cotton balls kind of behind you can them. see the trail. And you're like, yeah. oh, those are the planes. And then within a matter of 30 seconds, they go from barely visible to right over your head. Pretty good sound. 
Oh, pretty amazing sound. sound. Better it was, than the IndyCar sounds? It was pretty loud. It was the loudest. It was louder than the IndyCars for sure. Like, I didn't need earplugs for the IndyCars. I did for, I could have used them for that because it was ear shattering. But they fly over at what looks like they're right on top of your head. And, and the weird thing about the Indy 500 is the national anthem is not the end song to get you into like, all right, now it's let's play ball. Let's start the engines. It's that. That's the song. They all go nuts. They're like, all right, got the national anthem. That's cool. Now it's time for the real, the real thing. My papa, they play that song would wander around his house. He's from Indiana. Yeah, right. Sing that song. I heard that song six thousand times. Back home again in Indiana, they sing it around the house. Jim Neighbors used to sing it many (laughs) years ago. Gomer Pyle from the Andy Griffith Show. If you remember that, but now the guy who does it is the Blackhawks guy who sings their national anthem, Jim Cornelius, and he does a great rendition. But as he's hitting like the final Leo, when yes, he's their Leo. Yeah, when he hits the final notes, where he says, "In my Indiana home," like as he says, "Home." All of a sudden, the the Thunderbirds appear again from another direction, and they do this like star split off thing. Ooh. And one of the jets is now trying to land on your nose, like it's right on top. It's closer than I thought it could possibly be. And I don't know how they don't hit anything when they do this, but it blew my it like blew my face off watching this. Land it was on the your most nose, what like it was like right it on top. Di- it's closer than I I thought before they were on top of us. Was it doing a dive and then it pulled up? It looks like, like right, it. Right no, above it, the- no, I'm sure he wasn't, but it looked like it was right on top of you. It was, was it was the most amazing like, thing I've he, ever he seen. He was at like a thousand feet altitude. Oh, you're saying, like, yeah, bare, was, barely up there. He yes, it was it was something he to was, see. He was beneath the hard deck, and then they said, "All right, now here's th- here's 33." cars yeah. that are going to rev at 12,000 RPMs Light for the next up, four baby. hours. And then I'm like, I don't, I don't know how you could outdo that. But they did, and it was great. So, had a blast at that. If you didn't like that whole thing I did on Twitter of posting pictures and Instagram, well then, you know what? ignore it. It's fine. We'll You'd move on. You'd have to drag my dead body to that race. <laughs> I'll go to qualifying with you <laughs> You don't want to go? You don't want to go to the crowd. Race day, never no. gonna happen. Oh, man. Well, that's all right. It's not for everybody. No, no. It's it for, is it's, for me. It's for all the 300,000 bones out there. <laughs> Enjoy. Yeah, there's a lot of us. That's right. Uh, could the Browns be getting close to the end of the Baker Mayfield saga? I'll give you the latest on that next. It's Man and Bone with Timmy All filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident causing delays on I-70 westbound at Fisher Road. It is blocking the two left lanes. Traffic is bumper to bumper from West Broad Street in this area. A 20-minute slowdown is expected. Please use extra caution as traffic continues to build. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. 
dumb is the only language these two are fluent in. You're listening to Man and Bone. All right, welcome back. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. We'll go inside the NFL later this hour. Rapid fire, 4 o'clock hour, 5 o'clock hour game show. We were talking in the break because, yeah, I went to the Indy 500. It's been like on my brain. It was a lot of fun this weekend. But I think, Timmy, the Indy 500 is is the event for Indiana that is like, that's, if the, if the Kentucky state, Derby. Well, yeah. Yes. If their yes. state was going to say, here's our big event where all, like, we put all of Indiana on display, that's it. Right. That's the moment right there where that's we say, big this, boy. yeah, that's, this is the thing we would point you to. And you're right. Kentucky would have that with the Kentucky Derby. And that got me thinking, like, I wonder what it is for, like, a lot of states. Like, what would it be for Ohio? I've lived here my whole life. I'm trying to think if we have an event that's quite like those type of events where we say, ah, yes, if you want to think of Ohio and you want to see all that Ohio is, like, this is the event. Not not a place, not a, a city or a thing. It's it's an event an that event. happens regularly, we'll say. Maybe not every... Like, you can't have an Ohio State football game. Like, the, right. the OSU-Michigan game... Right. You can't have that every year, but... The, the home game still. is not every year, but Ohio State-Michigan might be kind of in that ballpark. It's not going to be the same pageantry and everything, but... It's the fact that like the uh, the entire state pretty much is like on that day. That's kind of what we're all locked in on and doing. Yeah. What else? What else? I'm trying to think what else it would be in for Ohio. Us. Would would we have? I don't know. What kind of you know? If we have a festival, that's I would annual. say the I would city say has a lot of great annual festivals, but it's there, there's nothing that would even that would even compare to the size, well, the, you and the magnitude what? of the you Indy 500. For Columbus, I would say the Memorial is certainly in that category. The Memorial is that's one of our bigger events big. that we do that kind of puts Columbus as like here's here's a little showcase gem. I it's would definitely say it's on the list. I would say Cincinnati would argue Reds opening day is there. That's their event every year. No matter what you're doing, you try to make it to that. So I don't know, but what would that be for the entire state? Because we're kind of a weird Hall state of, like that. Is a Hall of Fame game. Hall of Fame weekend. You know, that's interesting. I hadn't thought of that. Something that would be on the short list. All right, well, tweet at Football us. Football personifies the state, right? The yeah, Hall of Fame is in the state. It has to the be Memorial's like an event. The a good one. It's annual. It's Jack Nicholas associated with it. It's right yeah. here. It's right now. So we're in the present for that one. Yeah, tweet at us, at Man and Bone 971. What would you think Ohio's version of the Indy 500 Kentucky Derby? What's our thing that like people would say, yes, if you want to see the best of Ohio? It can be non-sports, what's the thing? too. Yeah. yeah, what's the thing? It can thing? be in the arts. It could be music, arts. Whatever. Well, you, you brought up during the break, you said Mardi Gras is Louisiana. Mardi I think Gras. that's that's yeah. really yeah. that's that fair to me. I would say that supersedes anything else that they do as a one time thing where it's like if you think of Louisiana putting the, the state on display, this is where you're gonna see it. When I lived in Utah for those couple of years, it was the Sundance Film Festival. Okay. Major yeah, film festival. That makes sense. Probably right. the biggest one in the USA. Maybe second biggest to the Cannes Film Festival. Is Worldwide. It is it Cannes? Cons? Han? Cons? Is it Cons? Is the S A N N? I know what you're saying. Cons yes. Film Fest. That's on the French Riv, I believe. It's yeah. down there. The French, the French yeah. Riv, which is That's, where the Grand Prix. Ted, de did you have that on your day off when you went to Popeyes? Did they have the French Riv that day, or did they get rid of that? Oh, I also had the uh, the, the Cons <laughs> chips with that too. The barbecue. Oh, there I love those. The, yeah, the, the, the little salt and vinegar. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. It's great stuff. Very good. good. All right, we'll tweet at us at Man and Bone nine seven one. What's the thing you would say Ohio has? If there's one event, one day where you'd say, "Oh man, you want to put Ohio on display," like they do in Indiana with the Indiana or the Indianapolis five hundred. This is the thing. You got to go to this. Let us know what you think. Uh, Jameis Winston reportedly moving with a visible limp. 
So that's that's not exactly great, given he suffered a torn ACL. He's been cleared to participate in the Saints OTAs, but a lot of people covering this are saying, yeah, it's not looking great for him as he started to walk out of there and started playing. The note that Florio had from Pro Football Talk is that there's another possible path. The Saints, who did want to get Deshaun Watson this year, they at least tried to, didn't get him. Maybe they decide to go kick the tires again on Jimmy Garoppolo, or do they kick the tires maybe on Baker Mayfield? No, it's. I think it's it's still a little bit little bit of a you'll see situation with the Saints. He hasn't been able to play a whole lot of football in the last couple of years. I mean, in 2020, they still had Hall of Famer Drew Brees going for him, so that wasn't going to happen. He appeared in four games. He barely barely threw a pass, and he was hurt for much of last year. But when he was in, it was good Jameis. I mean, we've hmm. seen bad Jameis. We've seen okay Jameis. We finally started to see some good Jameis, and... I don't know. You almost prefer not to see it because I, I feel like that makes you hold on to a guy that I, I just feel his ceiling is limited. We're getting we're this far into our career now. I mean, he was given the ball as a 21 year old rookie in Tampa and he got the reps. I mean, he got all the oh, reps sure, yeah. right away. So yeah. he's he's already had a good long career. He's had a longer, better career pretty much than any Ohio State quarterback in history, as is well documented. And we don't think all that highly of Jameis Winston, but he did have 14 touchdowns and three interceptions in just seven football games last year. And I know you can look at this team and look who they're well, bringing back. Yeah. It'll make you think twice about should we keep him, you know, p- depending on what the contract situation is going to be. But if, if any, any team that's going to have a major injury situation, yes, like the Baker Mayfield talk is going to start to start to get going. Same thing you look at those other teams out there that were, you know, sort of uh, put in the Baker Mayfield yeah. conversation. I would think I would think that's a that's a for sure conversation starter that the Saints are having. If they've not already like reached out to the Browns, they've been talking internally of all right, should we relook at this Baker Mayfield thing? How much is it worth to pay him? I'm thinking we're too far away from that yet because it's a limp, limp from Jameis Winston. Limp or it's limp? Not, limp? Yeah, it's not him actually as of yet being like not unable to play, unable to perform. But if he's not fully recovered and doesn't look like the guy that you think is going to be able to lead this team to victories, why wouldn't you think about Baker Mayfield, who has all the motivation in the world? And I, again, know that he also has injury concerns and personality concerns everyone around cleveland is all about how toxic he is now all this stuff fine this this saints team's trying to win football games and they think they've got a decent enough roster around whoever's going to throw the football they do. i mean my god the they wide do. receivers that you're going to get to throw the offense you're going to be in he's got jarvis back down there yeah that's right along yeah alongside back with juice yeah and, and you you've got a ton of weapons now for whoever's going to play quarterback if Jameis can't get it done in that offense, then yes, that's all it. That's that's done. I don't think, and I think you're right. We know what's going to happen with him. Baker, though, if he goes down there, perhaps that's the lease on life he's looking for. I don't know. And maybe he goes down there as a model citizen for a few years, wins a bunch of football games, and learns from his mistakes. That could possibly be it. So I'm not saying it's likely to happen. There is also a report out today that the uh, Browns are not going to be taking on any, like they're going to take on the, as little money as possible in this deal, which we keep hearing, but I, I just, they're not going to cut him, I guess, more or less, is, is the story from Mary Kay Cabot today. So she's doing a nice job of getting their messaging out, which is, hey, if you're waiting for us to cut him, that's not happening. So better call us and trade for him. We'll see. We'll see how tough everybody is when none of that happens. But 
If the Saints do have injured Jameis, yeah. I think that's the route they have to go. They have to explore that. Aaron Donald doesn't seem to know what he wants. We'll explain that next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from the roadway of I-70 westbound at Fisher Road. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still stop and go as it recovers. Plan on some residual delays in that area. Traffic report is sponsored by Ace Hardware West Jefferson. Looking for a long-term career? Ace Hardware is now hiring. We're recruiting for warehouse positions at our West Jefferson Distribution Center. We offer great paying benefits up to $19.50 per hour. Apply now at acehardware.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Uncomfortably talking about food. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. This is Man and Bone. Welcome in. Happy Tuesday to you. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. Hope you're uh, getting back to it on a hot and sticky one today in the capital city. Mm. Go inside the NFL coming up at 348. So Aaron Donald is uh, apparently talking about how he is at peace with his career. The discussion he had on Brandon Marshall's I Am, an a- or I Am Athlete podcast rather said four times he is, quote, at peace with how things have gone for him. Uh, he, you might remember, is in the midst of a six-year, $125 million deal he signed back in 2018, but he is now skipping voluntary OTAs as he sinks a new contract. The quote he had that made me, sound, made me think he was confused a little bit, or not confused, he's sorting out what he wants to do, as he said, it's not about the money, but it's a business at the end of the day. That's what you got to see. For me, it's about winning. I don't want to play football if I can't win, so I feel like I've got a real opportunity to win another Super Bowl then it makes sense to play. But again, it's still a business. We got to handle the business side of things. If that wasn't to get handled, then, you know, it is what it is type of situation. I'll be fine regardless. You kind of, at least to me, when I hear that, and maybe if I heard him saying it on the podcast, I feel differently. I kind of get the vibe of a guy who says, I know my agent tells me that I need to say it's right. not about the money. But obviously we all know that if it wasn't about the money, I'm on a team that just won a Super Bowl, so if it's about winning, theoretically, I would just come back and play for them again. If it's not about the money, I don't know what it is about, right? I mean, that's the only reason to explain holding out in this situation. Other than you don't know what you want to do, which may be the other... That's the only other thing. So either he doesn't know what he wants to do or he wants more money. It could be a little bit of everything, right? I mean, you just won, you just won the last game and you played like an all-time freak of an athlete which is what he is and i i find aaron as everyone does aaron donald is is a fascinating player and we we deal with superlatives so often right we do this job too we're always coming up with lists or like this guy oh that game that was the greatest game that a defensive player has ever had he would have a lot to go with to the rams because of who he is He's not just one of the best defensive players ever. He might be the best defensive player ever. 
he's now becoming one of the best football players of all time. Yeah. I th- I think it's fair. He he should be at the Hall of Fame when it's said and done. When they do these power rankings or NFL Network does their thing and then they'll post a list there at the Hall. Top 10 football players of all time. Aaron Donald is on that list. I'm just looking back at his numbers through his history and you know what what he's going to have to go off here if he wants a new contract. First off, he can get whatever whatever he asks for. He's that kind of player. He's he would be the guy that could rip up any contract after he has a certain yes. type of season and say, "Well, that that has changed." So, yeah. if, we, if you want me to go ahead again because I'm a defensive tackle and I'm getting you uh, about 15 to 20 sacks a game, which is not something that even the best pure defensive end pass edge rushers do. This is what I can do. I can affect the game in six different ways. I can almost single-handedly win you a football game, dispose of an entire offensive line, three players in the middle of an offensive line. I can I can destroy all those guys. I can do all these things. This guy didn't start playing in the league until he was 23 years old. And look at what he's accomplished by age 30. Yeah. It's really remarkable. He's got almost 100 sacks playing his position. And I'm just just imagining what an Aaron Donald would ultimately be if he were in a, a Tom Brady type of career path as far as to- oh, yeah. time getting to play. Well, yeah. Yeah, it would be it would be. It would be Jerry Rice type numbers for a, a defensive tackle, any kind of defensive player. By the way, I I respect this guy too for saying, yeah, I, I don't know if I want to keep playing, you know, for the money that I could be making. I could be making a lot more. I, obviously, it's a little weird when he says it's not about the money; it's about winning. Whoops! But I play for the Rams, who are poised to like, you know, the defending Super Bowl champions. Right. So it's kind of hard to say it's, you know, you're not playing for the Texans or the Seahawks this year, right? Like. You're playing for a team that is expected again to compete for a championship. So if you're saying it's it's about winning, that's what I care about. Well, but also I'm holding out because uh the money. And so I'm trying I, to find that sweet spot where you can get both. I mean, Tom Brady had to deal with this with the Patriots, right? With yeah. restructuring his contract. And if you want to be able to field a team that is going to stay at the top, the, the, the Rams clearly had no qualms going deep into the pocketbook no. to put that team no. together. I mean, they made the trades. They made the deals. They sold, you know, the future of the franchise away to bring in Matt Stafford, to bring in Jalen Ramsey. They brought in all these guys. They brought in Von Miller. They stopped at nothing. They bought this title, and it doesn't. I mean, you can't physically buy a title. You well, still have to go mean, and though, win they, it. They bought. They bought it a stack team. Esque. They brought in a stack team, and it worked out that they won all the games they, they had did. to. So their plan worked out for them. Whether you know, again, whether you could replicate that by doing the same thing this off season or next off season. Yeah. I don't know if that's so easy. I think there's a lot of things that went their way, too. But They're all doing that in California now. The Dodgers. Yeah. The Golden State Warriors. Well, it's like all these the giant cities have said, you know what, oh, we've got the money to. The ownerships of those groups have said, why don't we just spend as much as we can and not be afraid of anything? If only they could pay for some more of their own stadiums. Well, <laughs> fair enough. Although, I guess, <laughs> yeah. do all of this. Yeah, no kidding. Um, let me ask you, though, if you're in Aaron Donald's shoes, you've won a Super Bowl you, he obviously has made a ton of money. He's making twenty plus million dollars a year. Now he has a chance to go out and make, let's say, thirty five or forty million a year. Would you, after all that, like he's thirty years old? He said apparently before he ever started playing eight football, years was good. Yeah, yeah when he got to the NFL, he, he said, "I want to do yeah. eight years and I'll take it if I can get to yeah. that." I was trained by Matty A's brother. Yeah, I played eight right. years. Just want to, just want to connect with Matty A and go help him farm in Central Ohio. That's right. Just, That's all I want to do. Just get done. Just get out of here. That's right. So, what would you do if you were in his situation? Would you? You just won a Super Bowl. You've proven that. There's nothing else left to prove technically, other than now it's 
how many rings, how many awards, how many, you know, how quickly do I get voted into the Hall of Fame, I guess is really where you're at. Like, everything else is checked off. You're telling me that the money is going to come there. Like, they're going to figure this out, and I'm going to get my, you know, top three at my position type of of value. You get that money. Might not get the absolute best, but I'm making... But you've played eight years, you have a career that gets you to the Hall of Fame, and you can just walk away from it all right now with tons of money in the bank, or you can go play and... That's obviously quality of life differences, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. you it's, then it's, get, then you get a hundred and one. Whatever it is, million dollars. I feel like we talked about this a lot around the station, but we usually do this and associate it to when we're coaches and when we're oh, yeah, getting yeah. into our older years. That's the one. I think you and I agree. I, I can't fathom it. I really can't. How these guys that are. Oh, in the their, coaches that keep coming the co- back. The coaches that are in their sixties, you know, it's, I, I loved Jay Wright's retirement. When I yeah, saw that it came sense. through, I, wherever I was, I just. I fist pumped for Jay Wright. Villanova like, head that's coach. awesome. Yeah, yeah, Villanova's head coach, who is possibly 60, maybe he's 58, 59. He's still got his incredible looks. He's probably banked, you know, $45, $50 million cash here in the last 10 years. And he's just going to take the nice job in the perch up there at some building on Villanova's lovely campus. Right. And he's going into the background. 30 years old. I'm a player. I feel good. I feel healthy. I don't maybe quite know what I'm going to do, and I don't really need to know. If I'm Aaron Donald, I've made enough money. That's It's more money than I could ever spend in 10 lifetimes. But for the legacy part of it, for just wanting to be the best, for being a competitor, that's something where even me, like I put myself into his shoes, maybe I would want to go another three years to see how I'm feeling and see what kind of legacy I could build as far as being just emphatically one of the best football players to ever play the game. Yeah. That would be a pretty cool distinction because I don't think we'll ever get to a common ground on who is the best. No. Like of golf, not. it's just two guys now with Tiger and Jack. It's it's rare in a sport like that where we can get to a place where, oh, that guy, he's the best that ever did it. Yeah, right. One or two is is that, and that's the only answer, That would be right? cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's weird too with him though, because, uh, I would think you also have to consider if you play another year, that probably takes like four or five years of comfort off your life. You know, like when you're in your you're 60s, right. you're right. You're like, yeah. maybe maybe if you're right now going to get to like 62 before or 55 or whatever age before everything just kind of really hurts. feeling horrible. Right. I yeah. feel like every year you play now, you've put so much mileage on it anyway. Do you start getting diminishing right. returns on that right. or does it not matter? I don't know. But I'm sure if I were him, it would be weighing on that. I would think that would be a part of the thought too. But the last thing I'll say, you got to consider if you walk away now, maybe you're always nagged by, what if? What if I'd stayed and played another three years? Do I have four Super Bowl rings? Am I considered the greatest to ever play? Right. You don't know. So, And you bank a lot more money. So I, I wonder what his decision will be. I wonder if this is all posturing, if this is real. But if it's real, I kind of, I'm like, I'm, I tend to believe that he does not know what he wants to do. And I think some of this is actually pretty genuine. So it's my <laughs> walking away point from that is that I think it's, <laughs> I think it makes some sense what he's saying, that he doesn't know what he's doing right now, and he wants to see what all the numbers are before he decides. Inside the NFL coming up next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing some delays on Route 315 southbound after King Avenue. ODOT crews are on scene trying to get things clear, but plan on some delays in the meantime and keep an eye out for those crews. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. Only NRA with fan traffic. 
podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the care creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Man is kneading his dough. Take that for what it's worth. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Man and Bone brought to you by Hinderer Motorsports right here on The Fan. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. We'll go inside the NFL in just a moment. We were talking earlier in the show about like these... I don't know if you want to call them crown jewel events or these events that like really put your state or your area that you're from on the, on the pedestal, like the Indy 500 does for that part of the world. Kentucky Derby does for Kentucky. What is that for Ohio? We were saying maybe it's Ohio State, Michigan. Maybe that's kind of a thing. Uh, we got Clint who said, what about the Arnold? I hadn't thought of that. That's an interesting it's one. Arnold. I, don't know. I mean, because yeah. in a certain community, right? I mean, that's a worldwide global thing. It's not just like a bodybuilding competition for like around here, that is a thing. No. People travel all around the world to come compete at Arnold's event. Easily and on the win top 10. Easily yeah. in the top 10 because it's not just a one day thing and the, the droves of people yeah. that it brings oh, in. a huge Even, amount of people. I mean, you get, you get a lot, a big spectator crowd for that too. Yes, you do. Not necessarily just the, the people in the weightlifting and fitness community. Right. There's so, a lot of that. Yeah. A lot of people come in for that. And that was, I, I remember, just how devastating that was when the first one was canceled when the pandemic really oh, yeah right really huge deal it's a, a tri- yeah really big time. deal yeah brandon says maybe the rock and roll hall of fame inductee night okay but they do that in new york or at least they used to do that at the waldorf story i don't know if they still do so it's like yes that does focus on cleveland and the rock and roll hall of fame but the induction does not happen in Cleveland. It it happens at another place. Yeah. yeah and that's that, not, I don't like that. I mean, no, I, yeah. And that shouldn't, no, you should we do shouldn't it in Cleveland. have that. How can we not have that in I don't Cleveland? Know. It should be in Cleveland. I, I agree. So keep that it coming change in. anytime soon. I don't, you know what? I don't know. I hope maybe, I hope it does though soon. Cause isn't Dolly Parton going in? That's my gal right there. If she's going in, I'm, I'm rooting for that. Hard rocker. Dolly that's Parton. what I think. <laughs> you know, all her, her rock albums that she put together. <laughs> Yeah, I like how she even said, "I don't want it." Like, I'm not a rock star. If I make a rock album, you can consider me for it. And they're like, "No, we're putting you in anyway." We don't. Dolly, care. incredible philanthropist. Oh, great! Yes, we should all hope that the rich people that you know would be like Dolly Parton because you would be better off for it if that's the my, case. My wife told me something, and this is how lazy I am. I couldn't even bring myself to Google it to verify. Okay, good. But she said that she was hooking up almost everybody in her company. With college education. Oh, yeah. She does that. She How could a, that be true? The, the, there's a program that she does for employees like... employees would she have, though? Hundreds, if not thousands. I mean, thousands? It's, yeah, 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 yeah. I think Easily she does a thing. Thousands. She does a thing, too, for kids who, like, you know, do some program through a, a scholarship she has where she also pays for their college. Like, she's she's incredible. She is truly... I mean, she donated money to help get, like, stuff going with the pandemic to try to help out in that regard. I mean, she's she's... Yes, she's awesome. On Thursday, February 10th, Dolly revealed that her amusement park, all the Dollywood parks and resorts, will pay 100% of tuition costs, fees, and books for any employee who any wants employee. to pursue it's a higher education. Like, I think it's even if that you're an is hourly... incredible. You're like an hourly employee there. I think that's still... Like, they go with that, I that think. That makes no sense. Good that, for her, That though. is not the typical... American style generosity. I don't know if you know. Like you this. don't see it to that level. Dolly Parton has made a 
bleep ton of money. Like she has, I'm not saying she's but not a philanthropist. So is a lot she's of great. Other, so a lot right. of other people who does that. Nobody. Everybody's education. hundred percent. Dolly's great. Not half, not 25%, not one year of it. All Dol- of it. Dolly Parton, you know, I've always loved you. That's what I'm going to say. Dolly, there. you might be my favorite person That's in the right. world now. <laughs> That's right. And I don't know a single one of your songs. Well, you do. I just said one of them. I still don't know it. Okay, you you do. I'll, we'll get to Inside the NFL. Let's do that. Common Man and T-Bones Inside the NFL. Brought to you by my friend Dick Masheter Ford. Open 24-7 at MasheterFord.net. All right, Timmy, go ahead. All right, so we'll start with the Chicago Bears, shall we? Justin Fields, big Dolly Parton guy himself. He says, we don't have big name wideouts, but we got talent. And take this however you want to take it. I don't I don't think there was anything behind this, but it's, it sounds kind of funny when he's mentioning big-name receivers and guys that we don't have. He said, we don't have an Odell Beckham Jr. or a Cooper Cup on our team. But at the end of the day, I think if everybody's on their P's and Q's, we're on top of everything and not making mistakes, the players we have right now are good enough. And he said the front office thinks that too. The fans outside of the facility... They don't know what's going on at practice. Just because we don't have a big-name guy doesn't mean those guys aren't talented. I have plenty of confidence in myself and my teammates that we're going to get the job done. If you didn't know, there's no more Allen Robinson in Chicago. Darnell Mooney is the man, and I think he's a nice player. I don't know if he's the man yet. And after that, we get to the canister, Byron Pringle. Then we get to an equinamious St. Brown. Tajay Sharp, Dante Pettis. What you're saying is and Velas Jones. Not, I mean, not household names for a lot of Ooh. a lot of the country. I don't think is going to say, yeah, that's a murderer's row of wide receivers there. So yeah, he's got his work cut out for him. Justin Fields does, but maybe uh, Eberflus will have things going better there. Eberflus, yeah, him too. Justin, good luck, buddy. Good luck, man. Good that's luck. That's right. How about this personal losing streak here, Bradley Chubb? Not Nick Chubb, Bradley Chubb for the Denver Broncos. The Broncos are 0-8 against the Chiefs in his four-year run in Denver so far. He's fed up with it, I can imagine. And he said it's going to be a revenge tour all year long, told the Denver Post. When you keep coming up short against a team, you get animosity for them. They got Russell Wilson on their side as well, so we'll see how that goes. And also, I don't agree with this, but Mike Florio says 25 to 1, Juju Smith Schuster provides value for comeback player of the year. I was looking at some of his numbers. You got to go way, way back. Second year in the league when he had that 1,400 yard season. And I, I don't know how else I could say it. I just, I don't agree with that at all for Juju Smith Schuster. I've not become a fan of him and his antics lately either. So. It's been a long time he's, since but, he's produced, but go he's, he's got a big comeback. If if it does happen, he will get comeback player of the year because he has been not very good, to your point. But we'll find out. We'll see if he can do it. Uh, the Hillbillies are gathering this week down south. It could mean quite a bit, quite a bit of change for the future of college football. I'll explain that next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident still causing slowdowns on Route 315 southbound after King Avenue. Traffic is slow from Kinnear Road in this area. ODOT crews remain on scene trying to get things cleaned up. Please be very careful. Keep an eye out for those crews. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get ready for summer at your local Fresh Time Market. This week's save on a pound of strawberries, just $1.49, now through May 31st. Get real. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the care creed. 
with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. No filler guests, no intelligence, and most of the time, no sports. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Welcome in. Happy Tuesday to you. Hope you're getting back from your Memorial Day weekend. Hope you are enjoying the heat as I am. Loving these hot temperatures. I know not everybody does, but I heard uh, listening to Tyvis Powell and Matt Hayes talking about it mm-hmm. today on their show. And they were bringing up, Matty was saying how he would take 18 degrees over 80 degrees or 90 degrees. And I couldn't be more how opposite. How did I not know this about Matt Hayes? Oh, yeah, he said he'd rather be cold than hot. That's and why Tyvis, he's Tyvis ice, said, huh? Tyvis I, I, said he'd rather be hot than cold. I'd rather be cold than hot, too. And, you know, my my ideal day is about, you know, 59 degrees, between, like, 59 and oh. 62. With, I was, no, oh. with no sun. Oh. No, no sun at all. No, thank you. Total I, cloud coverage. Man. Dry I, as a bone, no sun. Yeah, I, I can't. I liked, we were, like I said, we were at the Indy 500 over the weekend. It was, I think, 84 was the forecasted temps. They said, during the race, they said the track temperature was over 115 degrees. And we were, like, seven rows off the track, so... I'm sure we got some of the radiating heat off the track also oh, adding oh. to our heat. But I well, tell you, I felt really good. I enjoyed it. I had, we had some water, some sunscreen. You know, it stayed safe. But it was. I, I would much rather do that. I've sat in so many cold weather sporting events being here, you know, with crew games or Ohio State games. And I, I, I would take hot, sweaty, sticky, sack, all that. I would take that 100 times out of 100 over one very cold game. I'll That's take, not for me. I'll take 90 over 10. Okay. But if we bump that up to 35 degrees, get to so not 30, free, not snow, not freezing in snow, tens, but maybe a little, little rain. cold. Yeah. No. Okay. Tens, tens way down there. All I mean, right. 90, it's not like you walk outside and you feel like you're going to die right away. It's, no, hot. it's hot. It's hot. It's uncomfortable, but I, I do okay. I mean, I, w- I will go out and play golf for seven hours in 100-degree heat. Yeah. Like my body can take it. If you tell me we get to play golf, I will withstand any conditions, any temperature to do what I love. I will go out there and I will do it. I and I, d- I did appreciate our gal, Jen Winters, who did a good job yesterday. When we left the show, speaking of high heat and temperatures, she got to experience one of planet earth's phenomenons and that's the parking lot at the wbns <laughs> fan studios where the light and there's, there's a lot of science behind this i'm sure with the fencing and the color of the brick on the building the size of the space the black pavement those cars even if it's only a moderate 85 degree day mm. if those cars are in those spots for more than three hours time we we have i think a running toll here of who's got the highest reading on their dashboard thermometer and i think we were getting upwards of 105 106s last oh, I bet, summer i bet we're going to top that we're already we're up be to 97 to 98 yeah i think we'll top we'll get close to that today because it's going to be I pretty might, hot when we get out to the cars tonight I check it in one of the breaks and see if we're there you go. maybe after like 519 i'll see if we have triple digits that's right but i've been, i'm parking around the corner now to try to circumvent oh, the bouncing the, effect yeah okay you think there's a bouncing effect of the of the there's, light? There's a between the brick on the wall and the pavement. There, I think something 
It's just a hot box. Interesting. Is what, it's just it's the death, sun shining Valley. right into our... No, it's it's got to be more than that. It has wow. to be more than just the sun penetrating into the vehicles. There's more going on. You do not want the sun penetrating anywhere. Anything, as a matter of fact. You want to get... Got to keep the uh, sunscreen on. You know who loves the sun? The SEC. Yeah. <laughs> They do. Good, they good love transfer. It. They you love it. You didn't want me to get to the part where I talked about the hot box that your car becomes, right? And no, we'll just leave that alone. All right, that's fine. Snoop uh, loves it. That's right. Uh, Destin, Florida, which is is a nice place to go, by the way. Nice beach there. That is in the panhandle of Florida. They That is where they meet every year for the SEC spring meetings. Spring, air quotes. Yeah. It's June. That's not whatever. the French Riviera. No. That's, that's a different... It's a redneck a Riviera. Kind they, of call it, they call it the redneck yeah. riv down there. Anyway... This is where the SEC meetings are happening, and already Nick Saban has spoken today, and again, he had a line about, I really shouldn't have named anybody specifically. Like He's still apologizing for that. Uh, I want to say that Jimbo speaks tomorrow. He did not speak today. They Interesting, they did have the uh, seating chart for the SEC meeting, because they do have a moment, a time, where there's a meeting where all the coaches, the head coaches of all these programs are in one room at a table talking. <laughs> And uh, I looked at it, and of course, a lot of people were curious, where is everybody seated? Uh, Jimbo Fisher is seated like dead center of this long rectangular table. He's seated about like where the where the fold would be if it was like a table that folded in half, right? He's right <laughs> at the middle of that. The fold. Yeah. yeah. Next, right next to David Cutcliffe and William King. Yeah. So he's got some people from the SEC kind of sitting around him. And then Nick Saban uh, is sitting at the, to his right, like five people away and he's sitting on a corner. What I'm saying is it would be very difficult for Jimbo Fisher to look over at Nick Saban and direct some comment towards him. It would be nothing at all for Nick Saban to just stare straight ahead and be looking at the side of Jimbo's face, like looking right at his temple. So interesting seating chart there. I'm sure it was just done completely random yep. like that. And just right, how it ended up. right across from Jimbo Fisher is Lane Kiffin. And so they're so going to be they shooting each other some great, glances and like, hey, they how you They can make know? great eye contact. <laughs> and the, how many eye rolls or faces or looks do you think Lane Kiffin is going to be shooting at Jimbo? And even if David Cutcliffe has the eyes and looks like he wants some some commentary without yeah, yeah. you know the, without the words, just some eye commentary yeah. from Lane Kiffin well, anytime Saban opens his mouth. On the other side of Cutcliffe is Greg Sankey. Sankey. So Sankey and Charlie Hussey. He's not far away from him. Jimbo Fisher. Yeah, they're they're all they're all sitting right there. Um, all right. So what's going to happen at these meetings? Because this is kind of a big deal for college football. Even though I can't stand the SEC, they are annoying. Uh, there, there was this quote I saw from an SEC AD who was telling this to Matt Hayes, who writes for Saturdays Down South. Not our Matt Hayes. Not our Matty Ice. Different Matt Hayes. Uh, this is the quote from an anonymous SEC AD. Said this has been brewing for a while now. The Alliance made their move, and now we'll make ours. And I was thinking about like the Alliance. Like we all thought the Alliance was a pretty like crappy thing. All, all things considered, yeah. like the it, thing that does nothing. The that ACC, thing? the Big Ten, and the Pac-12 supposedly joining forces to then do what? Really, the only thing they've done because they haven't like interlocked scheduling yet. They haven't really worked together to get a TV deal. Right? They're all doing that separately. There's no even document in place that says they've all signed to say you're now in the alliance for X amount of time. They all yeah. said that hasn't happened. They, they didn't drop their number of conference games no. to add a couple extra games against each other. Nope. All, the stuff just, all this stuff has been talk. They merely just slapped something together to have the appearance that we're ready to go 
in case something bigger happens with the SEC, which is what everybody's just sort of putting out into existence right. today. Well, and that's that's the thing. So apparently the SEC, the vibe I get from all this and all the conversations that are noted in this article is that SEC officials are like, well, the Alliance thinks they can do something. Well, they better wait and see what we do. The Alliance apparently, by blocking, moving from four-team playoff to 12-team playoff, because that is the only thing the Alliance has done. All three of those conferences voted to say, no, we're not going to 12 yet. So they have a stalemate right now because the Big 12 is in on it. They would like to see it move up. Uh, and then Notre Dame is in on it. They get a seat at the table, which sucks that one school gets all that power. But yeah, one school is basically a conference. By the way, Big 12, way to stand up for yourself after the SEC was just like, oh, we're going to take your two biggest programs. See you later. <laughs> no, they're, they're and they're with like, them. Oh, okay, yeah. we'll vote with you, whatever you say. That's good. Way to go. Anyway, that's what they're, uh, the SEC is apparently very ticked about. Now, in this article, they make it clear. They do. They say the SEC doesn't want to break away from the rest of college football. That's not the same as saying the SEC will not, under any circumstances, break away. They're saying they don't want to. But don't push us. Like, I feel like that's where this is kind of headed a little bit. Um, if they do not get the expansion that they want of the playoffs, then I think that's their next thing they could pull out and say, all right, fine. We don't need you for a playoff. I actually saw they have a list of what the playoffs would look like if they did go to a four team or uh, sorry, to a eight to team a SEC only yeah. playoff. Yeah. They are saying it would go to four divisions, possibly. North, South, East, and West in the SEC. Bama, Kentucky, Tennessee, Vanderbilt is the North Division. LSU, Auburn, Ole Miss, Mississippi State would be the South Division. Florida, Georgia, Missouri, South Carolina is the East Division. West Division is Texas, Oklahoma, Texas A&M, and Arkansas. One of these things is not like the other, although I guess they used to be in the Big 12, so whatever. Anyway, point there is that if they did that, it would be an eight-team playoff for just the SEC Top two teams from each division every year would be who gets to go. And I'm sure they would get eyeballs. I'm sure people would watch it. If you think it's going to do the numbers that a college football playoff would, you're out of your mind. Give me a freaking break. You are out of your mind if you think anybody outside of like the South is going to care about that. I don't know who I am or what we're doing here. Like this, (laughs) this makes no sense. We are, we are talking about. The SEC, which I know it's Texas and Oklahoma. I get it. Those are those are power players. They are. But you still can't tell me that just plucking Texas, who has sucked for yes, a long time, right. and Oklahoma, who, yes, is, is really good, just putting them into this other conference that everyone in America that loves this sport is just going to be on board with, oh, they're just going to have their own party and that's going to be good enough. Well, and get, get out of here. That is not that is not the end game. We think about our end games with where the sport is going. It is not ending with that. No with, way. I no. mean, if anything, it might go to a to an old AFC NFC type of party. Yeah, maybe where our that. side gets a champ, their side gets a champ, and then they play again. Yeah, Possibly but again, I, that. I can't see any champion of the rest of college football saying, oh, okay, so the SEC just plays themselves. Like, and then, and then, yeah, you think we're going to, on we our internet, to, through the end of time, we're just going to, we're going to honor them as the tie, as the champ? No, I would freaking hope, way. I would no hope way. not that, like, if Ohio State wins the everybody else championship and the SEC is like, well, we won ours, and it's like, all right, now you two play each other. It's like, hell no. I mean, I'd like to see it for, for the, you know, entertainment value of it, but, 
If I'm any of those other conferences, I say, sorry, you don't get to just like join in our fun now. No, you wanted to be over there. You enjoy your own championship. You played yourself. That's what you do. Go ahead. Enjoy that. Stick the quarter. You know where. That's what you do. And then that's it. We leave it alone. I, w- I wouldn't touch Sounds it. like they're breaking away from the rest of well, college that's, football. That's, what they, they, that's their threat right now is if we don't get our way, we, we'll just go play by ourselves. Hmm. I would love to see them try. I would sign. Uh, I, right now, I would push the button and say, let's go watch. Let's watch the SEC fail completely when they do that. It will not work. I, I'm, I'm sorry. You will get a big TV number for a couple years. It will go away. And you better hope and pray, SEC. You brought in Texas. And I've seen in this article multiple times, they've got all oh, Texas, the biggest brand in college football. You better hope, you better give them every advantage. You better have those refs blowing a whistle on every iffy call for Texas and against whoever they're playing. You better hope Texas is good because if after two years, they look like the Texas we've seen the last 20 years. Oh, I don't see how that's changing, man. The, the not, crazies, not when the competition gets harder for the them. The crazies no. down there are not going to, they are going to, again, want everybody fired, start all over again. And Texas will not at all function in the sec well if they don't win right away that's the only chance they've got is if they're successful right away otherwise forget it they will be in this spiral the death spiral will just continue for them unless something drastic changes in the next couple years take a break when we come back uh i don't know more thoughts on the sec we can get into that if you want to we can also talk about the nba finals matchups got set in that nhl conference finals those matchups are said nba is ridiculous with the schedule that they have set up. We'll we'll discuss that and get mad about it next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some delays to watch out for on the roads right now. You'll find slow traffic on I-71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Plan about a five-minute backup. And traffic is slow on Route 315 southbound between 670 and I-70. This traffic report is sponsored by the Ohio Marijuana Expo. The Ohio Marijuana Expo comes to Columbus June 4th at the Ohio Expo Center. Don't miss it. Over 100 vendors, discounted medical marijuana evaluations on site, and a free themed t-shirt and keychain are yours with admission. Visit OhioMarijuanaExpo.com. See you there. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Off Topic is on brand. This is Man and Bone. Man and Bone. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. We were talking about hot weather that we're experiencing, which I'm all about. It's summertime. Once you have the Memorial Day holiday, summertime to me is officially upon us, even though I know it's not technically, but whatever. For sure. I, I subscribe to that. Well, and you and you this mentioned is the this. official beginning of summer. The pools open. You mentioned We've that. School's yes. out. Pools open. We've had cookouts now. It's summertime. Yeah. I heard you guys talking about that yesterday, and I and I and we were actually on our way to the pool. Of course. As you said that. Yeah, of course you were. And so we're at the pool yesterday, and I, you know, we've got three kids. Youngest is two. We're doing the kiddie pool for her, but 
the older two kind of can go off and do their thing and they're, you know, they know how to swim. They're all good with that. So oh, they go yeah. around, they see their friends, they're out running around. I mean, Aunt Viv is 11 now, right? Yeah. Yeah, she so is. She, That's right. Yeah, she, you can send her to the water slide. Oh, yeah. Herself. They, they're doing that. They're swimming, doing all that. Diving yeah. board. They're yeah, doing yeah, all yeah. that, right? They're living it, they're living it up. So totally. I experienced the kiddie pool and like, it was a little chilly. My feet got in and I figured out oh, how to warm up as you, you know, mm-hmm. you get into it. It gets a little better, right? So a couple hours go by. We're now in the middle of the day. It's, it's, scalding hot out there and i'm like all right time to go with the other kids i'm gonna go find them and i'm gonna go hop in the pool with them for like 20 minutes or something and just do a little bit of that and i i they're swimming around like nothing's a problem i jump into this water and i'm not kidding you it was full-on i thought i was going into shock it was so cold it was i mean i know pools are cold at the beginning of the season i know it takes a while when they fill them up it was so cold. I thought I literally had an instant headache and thought I might be having a like panic attack. I'm not sure what's going on. I like for a minute solid was like, I got to get my bearings. I don't know where I am. It was the coldest I've ever been in water. And I realized I think I've been ruined because I had an aunt when I used to, <laughs> we used to go to Florida when I was a kid, my aunt had a pool that she had heated and had like the, the mosquito netting oh, all around oh, it. She had it yeah. screened in. They had like a pr- Lee, Lee Corso style. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you get the breeze coming through, but no bugs or anything. It was really nice. And you get into that pool, it felt like bath water. And that's now what I equate like, that's what I need to get in a pool. And it's not, that's not what it is. You don't want to do that. But she had her pool up at like 80, 85 every time you go there. Instant so, warm up. So did the, did the pool is, do you kind of call it a water park as well? Yeah, yeah. It's got the slide you, and, and all that stuff. It's got a little yeah. bit of that stuff. Does it have... An in-ground hot tub? No, on the premises. I did not. If they did, if they do, I have not seen it. I don't think Why? they do. Why do hardly any of these? Th- this is the crazy thing about Central Ohio here and around Columbus. I feel like the neighboring cities. We've seen the one in Grandview. Yeah, like we played basketball right yep, outside yep, of it. Yep. I've never been to the pool there, but it looks beautiful. The one in Upper Arlington looks fantastic. I've been to the one in Westerville told this story many times westerville is actually a different story the last time i saw a thong in public oh that was kind of shocking <laughs> you don't see you don't see public pool thong like well, you just that's just not something that that you see and that dude, in the wild. that dude could have at least done you the decency yeah. of shaving it and all I, off I, but went, he left I went, it all I went natural. up i went up to tito jeff fit off and said <laughs> buddy you just why why like, tito you will be in later you're doing the starving show. for attention like, you just don't just cover up man cover thong, up thong tito that's how you know it's summer around central ohio you're right but the one in hilliard great pool water park everything i don't see any hot tubs anywhere are you a hot tub yeah i, I assume I, you're a hot tub guy though. i am i'm a massive hot tub guy but the hot tub needs to be of a decent size the pools that we always had passes to in virginia they all had these wonderful like giant like bean shaped figure eight hot tubs in addition to the pool and you were never allowed to get in you had to be 16 years old to even oh, get into sure. the hot tub yeah 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 so when we were kids we just it was that it was that forbidden fruit that we couldn't have and my my parents would have like the uh, the nerf ball sponge and when they were enjoying their hot tub time and it would get a little bit later in the day like the lights the sun had yeah, gone yeah, down yeah. but the pool was still open you're kind of shivering a little bit like uh, like let let me in the hot tub. They'd take right. the Nerf sponge and like douse us with some of the hot water. <laughs> That'd be the best that we can get. And oh, I just I, I don't know why we don't have the hot tub. But we we became a member at the Hilliard Y just recently. And my, my wife and I we laugh about this. There was this woman this one day, and the hot tub is very small. If people have ever been there, the indoor pool has a hot tub, but 
I mean, you you and I could get in there and be comfortable. Okay. Like that's like that's, that's it, it. And there was hardly anyone in the pool, but this one woman just would not get out of the hot tub. I was trying to just wait it out to where I could get five or ten minutes of alone time in the right. hot tub where I could stretch out a little bit. And the clock was ticking. She clearly was just going to close out the hot tub. Right? Oh, like yeah. the pool closed at 8 o'clock. She's like, I'm staying here And it's like 7.37. And I'm like, would you just get your ass out of there so I can have six minutes in the hot tub? And she's kind of like moving around in it. She's like side to side. So was she wanna... inviting you? Maybe, maybe no, you missed some signals. No, maybe no, she no. was like, come on over. You want a hot tub with she me? Had Let's a, go. She had a look on her face too. Like, don't come near me. Well, I, 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 kinda, I don't blame her for that. I was I'm just, just saying. Sorta, I was just sort of walking like here and there. And Were just you sort of saying, can I ask this? Were you saying off? anything? Were you like, no, 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 no. Some people want to use the hot tub. No. There's always someone sending no, it. No, no, I swear. Use it. I swear. Okay. I kept making, you, you I kept making eye that. contact with Sarah because she was going to get in there with me too. And we weren't just going to, the three of us, you know, party in this hot tub. That's right. only like a 10 by six or something. Yes. But so very, it's, very frustrating. Must have been a nice night for her to have all that hot tubbing, to experience the jets, to have her back pain soothed, and to not let anybody else get a dip in the hot tub no. right till close. Oh, you wanted a Tuesday soak? Come back on Wednesday, because this is all I'll me. You, someday, I'm going to do it. I've always wondered what it's like to go to like Iceland. No, no, oh, we want yes. to go to Greenland. Yeah, but like yeah. I want to go to one of the. Or I, they have them in the U.S. too. You've got to find like certain areas out hot in Montana. Springs. Yeah, go to a hot spring yeah. in a the place Blue where it's lagoon. Go to a in place Reykjavik. Though, where it's cold and it's like snow outside, and then you're in the hot tub. I want to experience what's that like. That's what I I want to find out how that. It's got to be a weird sensation where it's freezing cold out, and then you're in a hot tub or a hot spring. In this that's case. that's. The best thing too when you got to be if you're skiing if you're skiing somewhere yeah. and the place you're staying has a you know kick ass in ground hot tub or whatever it doesn't even That's have to be in ground whatever whatever but if you're skiing somewhere and the temps are in the teens outside and you got the hot tub kicking at 106 degrees oh there's nothing better nothing yeah. better in the world than that yeah sounds like it I, I, it sounds like it'd be fun i'd never i can't do i cannot do the cold tub the, the i don't know people doing that i don't know how you probably be in your hot tub when you show up at the hotel <laughs> i want to i want to check that out then i want to see how long she stays in if it's like start of the day maybe she's been there the whole time it's not recommended <laughs> uh the nba final schedule is out so these games I, I, people are going to complain about how late they are that's fine i know what they're doing it's boston versus golden state good matchup going to be a fun series if you haven't watched the nba I promise you, you watch this series. It will be as good of basketball you will see all year from the NBA. But let's look at the dates that they have here. Game one, Thursday, June 2nd. All right, fine. 9, 8, 9 p.m. Eastern start on ABC. Game two, I said Thursday's game one. Game two is Sunday. They haven't gone anywhere. It's game two, still in Golden State. Still in Golden State. You know what I mean. Still in San Francisco. San Francisco, yep. 8 Eastern, ABC. Game three, Wednesday, June 8th. Now, that's a travel day. They're going to Boston, but still, like, you have three games from Thursday to Wednesday? That's, I don't know what Almost we're doing. Almost a full week. I don't know why we're doing that. Even if we get a sweep, we're not keeping this thing inside, what, an eight-day eight, eight day window? Well, Friday, June 10th would be game four. And so, yes, so Thursday, June days. 2nd. So, you'd have yeah. eight days if, they get, if either team gets a sweep. Uh-huh. Friday, June 10th is game four. Guess when game five is? Not Saturday, 
Not Sunday. Monday. Like you missed the whole weekend and then you go Monday? I don't get it. Then Thursday for game six, June 16th. Remember, this started June 2nd. So that's week two of playoffs. If there's a game seven, it will not be played until Sunday, June 19th, a full 17 days after it started. If we were going this year, this would make it all the way into our Wildwood week. Oh, yeah, right. be all the way to the Jersey Shore trip. That's where you guys go. So you'd be be well into summer. We'd be watching finals. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're not going to get to do that. Eastern Conference Finals for the uh, Stanley Cup. The Rangers and the Lightning. So Jackets storylines there. Lightning, the team that Jackets knocked out of the playoffs many years ago. And then the Rangers are... Panarin. Well, Panarin and JD left the Rangers and then suddenly they did this. So I don't know what to make of that. I hope I don't have to make too much out of it. But anyway, that starts up uh, this Wednesday, 8 Eastern on ESPN if you want to watch that. Games 1 and 2 in New York, 3 and 4 in Tampa Bay. That's how that works. Western Conference, Avs and Oilers. That one starts up tomorrow night, 8 Eastern on TNT. Uh, first two games in Colorado. So, yeah, and go figure. They have them Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. That like makes way more sense to my mm-hmm. brain than yeah. what we're talking about. That with fits better. The NBA playoffs, but uh, yeah, very weird. Take a break. When we come back, something interesting. I don't remember what. Oh, yeah. I know what it is. Ted knows what it is. It's rapid fire. That's coming up next. Man and Bowen on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that earlier accident has cleared from Route 315 southbound after King Avenue. All lanes have reopened, but plan on some residual delays as traffic continues to recover. Traffic report is sponsored by Worldwide Technology Raceway in Madison, Illinois. June 3rd through the 5th, the dream is finally a reality. The first ever NASCAR Cup Series race at WWT Raceway. Enjoy Illinois 300 presented by Ticket Smarter. Tickets now at WWTRaceway.com. Brought to you in part by the Illinois Office of Tourism and Illinois South Tourism. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Today's special value is three hours of stupid. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Rapid fire coming up in mere moments. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. We'll do a game show, 5 o'clock hour. What's the game we're doing today, Timmy? The game today is the box office. We're going to do summer blockbuster box office smash hits. You're going to try to guess, with inflation adjusted, which one grossed more. Yeah, that's going to be... In its lifetime. All right. I'm excited to do that. We'll do that coming up 534. Right now, though, we got to go rapid fire. Rapid, rapid fire. Sponsored by Custom Air. Custom Air. Custom Solutions. Custom Comfort. All right, Teddy, take it away. Rapid fire number one. We know that Buckeyes already have two night games scheduled. Which other game or games do you think will also be night games? Well, I mean, given the two night games are Notre Dame, which makes total sense, and Toledo, which makes zero sense. Um, Could be any of them, right? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a... Wisconsin night game, right? That could that could be a thing. Three of the first four, though, probably not. Two in a row. Right? I know, yeah. But, but people can't get enough of Ohio State in prime time. I don't know if I'm going to say there's going to be more than 
Uh, there won't be more than four night games, I would assume, for the Buckeyes. I I'm think. with you there. Okay, so, I don't think we've seen more than four in the quick research I've done. I don't think so either. All the way back, though. So I'll say maybe, I, I feel like for sure Penn State on the road is going to be a night game. And I feel like you might see, let's say maybe that that Michigan State game is the other one. But again, if there's big noon kickoffs, you never know how that's going to go. Oh, what do you say? I... I I would point you back in the direction to that day that ESPN and ABC gave their schedule release and nothing was mentioned about an Ohio State-Penn State game. That got people thinking that that's definitely going to be a Fox game. That's right. And a lot of Penn State people were writing about this already. And if that's a Fox game, the World Series won't let that get kicked to a night game because the time of year. True enough. Being October 29th. There was even rumors that Ohio State-Penn State going to Fox might have had something to do with the Joe Buck Troy Aikman deal going to Monday Night Football. Oh, right. Some rumors about that. So I'm not going to pick that game this year, which that would usually hands down be a whiteout night game. Great news. I think that's a five and a half point factor almost. That game being at night, supercharged with the whiteout, huge. So I'm going to I'm going to go with Michigan State on the road like you did. A little bit of a gap there between the Toledo game. And then I'm going to sneak into November and say that they're going to make that road Northwestern game. Oh, a 7:30 banger. Yeah, we've seen little... November night games yeah. now. So two home, two road. That's right. Well, it's a big with. time matchup. They've got a nice facility up there. They've got the perennial coach of the year. So you know it's that a big matchup. Slow turf up yeah, at Ryan Field. Uh, rapid fire number two, Teddy. All right. When Nick Saban finally retires, which coach do you think will step up to be the go-to coach or voice for college football? That's interesting because the amount of like prestige it takes to kind of attain that, usually it's someone who's built a program up for like a long, long time. Now, Nick Saban has not really built up Bama per se. It's just he brought it back to prominence. He's brought a couple programs back to prominence. I'm trying to think of who would actually get to that spot that has the, the cachet of Nick Saban. There really isn't anyone else that's at his level. That's done right? it for that period of time. No, I, I mean, mean, Ryan Day, of course, if we're going to recuse Ryan Day from this, us being well, a couple I'd, of Buckeye guys, that would be... To be fair to him, though, like, I mean... A good, safe pick. I would. I could see Dabo has got the amount of cachet with winning all these games. He's not afraid of speaking his mind. He will clearly do that. And, and they have to get back to being good. Clemson has sucked, but I could see Dabo Swinney kind of being the guy they go to. Dabo, I... Maybe three years ago, four years ago, I would have said Dabo, but it's just... hes I'm just saying, his, who else has his the pedigree view, or his the His views on everything don't seem to be lining up with the players and sort of the direction that this game is going. Are you with me there? Like, oh, I he, agree. He is the head coach of Clemson, and he's won national championships. And on that side, I'm... I'm thinking that this is maybe a Lincoln, a Ryan Day, a Kirby Smart, maybe even a Deion Sanders if he if he steps up. But I could kind of see Deion Sanders staying at an HBCU, staying in a place yeah. like Jackson I'm State. Just, but I he could still see, be a voice. I know what you're saying about could be. and totally get what you're saying there with with you know Dabo Swinney. But it is something that I'm trying to think who else has the pedigree of like the amount of wins that he has if he can get back to it, which maybe he never will, and maybe he's retired before Nick Saban. Yeah, is for all no, we know. He, if we're just going by who's won titles. He's he's clearly yeah. the guy, but I'm think, thinking outside the box there. Uh, rapid fire number three. CBS Sports thinks these five NFL teams will be better than expected next season. 
Dolphins, Saints, Vikings, Steelers, and the Raiders. Which of these teams do you think will have the best season? Uh, I could. I will actually go with the Raiders just because, not that I think Derek Carr is great, but I do think having all the stuff that they went through last year and all the turmoil that they had with, you know, you had a you have a player settled, settle going things down jail, again. Obviously, yeah. you have a, a coach getting fired. You have all these other things happening. I would say the Raiders are the ones, and plus getting Devontae Adams for Derek Carr yeah, is pretty, pretty big good. deal, so I'll say them. You got Josh Jacobs, got Devontae, you got Derek Carr. He's, he's a very, very nice quarterback. The only other one that I might think of here, we just talked about Jameis Winston with his injury, but that wide receiving core. I mean, you've still got Alvin Kamara. Yeah, that, wide, that wide receiving core with Chris Olave and Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry. I mean, you don't even need a great quarterback. And they have Marshawn Lattimore, who they paid. They got Cam Jordan. They have a really, really good roster. And it was already a nine-win team. So I'll, I'll take the Saints there. Yeah. Rapid fire number four. What do you got, Teddy? What's the best and worst City Connect uniforms that you've seen so far? All right. I've seen, mm. uh, I, I actually, believe it or not, I like the Boston uniforms that are based okay. on like totally the different kind of marathon. Scheme. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's what you're yeah, looking for. Yeah, paying there, homage to it. the marathon. And I, I'm not down on the Nats uniforms either. They're pretty oh, good. Yeah. Worse for me, the, the, the monochromatic, very like darker colors like the black white Sox uniforms gross the oh all, the south the south side yeah, the all blue dodgers i don't like the all blue dodgers uniforms those are bad for me what about you i, I thought that the cherry blossom nats unis were terrible you didn't like them. i thought that was just bad and i know they're trying to you know throw it back to a, a staple of washington dc and the cherry blossom festival and all that those are very beautiful i just don't think it it jives with a baseball uniform. Oh, I saw some enough. of the t-shirts they're making and the uniform just didn't go right with me. And the color, they sort of went with a with a lighter, light gray look to it, which wasn't wasn't it. Royals, I thought, were fantastic. Yeah, they with had a good the one. way that the KC lettering was, it was almost like water drip, which is the city of fountains. Anyone that's been to Kansas City, you, yeah, you know, take thing. the trip past the airport if you if you land in, at MCI or KCI. There's it, you wouldn't know it, but it's the city of fountains, and then of course Kauffman Stadium features fountains heavily out in the outfield. So I thought the Giants were pretty cool too. Rapid fire number five. All right, yesterday was a big day for people grilling outside. What's your favorite side dish to serve at a barbecue? <sighs> a lot of good options here, but I'm going to go to serve or to have. I guess I didn't catch either way. Yeah, that's the same because I'm saying like if I got to make it, then it becomes a lot you harder. Wanna to st- make. You want to stand yeah. behind your side. You want to serve it and coleslaw. eat it because <laughs> coleslaw is relatively easy. <laughs> you don't to make. have to make it. All right, the the best like thing for me is like baked mac and cheese with done right with the breadcrumbs on top oh, and like a little bit of yeah, a little bit of crustiness on the top of that. I, I'm a big fan. If you smoke it. Even better, but yeah, man, gourmet cheese is in there. I, I'm I'm a simple person. I t- I'll take I, the mac I, and cheese. I tell you, I don't see that at many a cookouts. Oh, and really? I feel very, very lucky and fortunate if I'm at a cookout that has a banger mac and cheese. Oh, really? I feel like I've had that at almost every well, cookout that, I've that's ever a, been That's to. amazing. You have some generous hosts. I do. You go I, to some I great cookouts do. because... That's not a quick dish. I mean, no. the baked mac and cheese. I mean, even a baked beans, it's in a can. You just then put it on the stovetop and then doctor them up the way that you do. But you have a can opener? 
Must be nice. <laughs> right. Jeez. Yeah. Is wow. it, is it, uh, is it a Hamilton, it scratch, a Hamilton have, Beach with the magnet nice. on it that <laughs> holds the lid up when it's That's done right. so you don't get the drip? Yeah. I'll go with the classic corn. This wasn't even on. I have a pretty nice team. I thought I just absolutely destroyed Hayden and Jen in our cookout draft where we had six you did items. That yesterday. Okay, we did that yeah. yesterday. You can go to the uh, the Man and Bone Twitter page and look at what those teams are. But I I missed out on corn, and I, I do think that's the, the best side dish any kind of way. I do like the beer side dish at any... Uh, oh, that is yeah, also yeah. a side dish for me. I'll, beer I'll take side, that if that's all you got. That's uh, good, too. By the way, it's still hard to get beer at some college football games. I'll explain why next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for delays on 71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Traffic is still backed up in that area. And a disabled vehicle is cleared from the top of the ramp to US 62 from 270 eastbound. But traffic is still delayed as it recovers. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Late Safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean-out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. The best way to kill time between Leanna Ray's traffic reports. You're listening to Man and Bone. The Logan AC and Heat Services Fan Golf Classic coming at you, presented by Delta Dental, Monday, July 18th at the newly redesigned Columbus Country Club. Proceeds benefit the James Cancer Hospital. You can spend the day with fan hosts and other local celebrities who are sure to make you feel better about your golf skills, especially me if you see me out there. The 18-hole scramble comes complete with an Outback Steakhouse banquet meal. Mm. Sounds delicious. Head to 971thefan.com. That's 971thefan.com to register your foursome. For the Logan AC and Heat Services Fan Golf Classic, presented by Delta Dental, Monday, July 18th. Get there. It's going to be a blast. We'll be out there. Can't wait. Yeah, we've had quite a nice relationship with this course here through mm-hmm. the years. I can remember the last time I was out there, it's been a couple of years now, when uh, I was working that day. One of the golf holes, the guy with the rocket, the golf ball rocket was there. What is that? I mean, you you load this. It's basically like the T-shirt gun. Okay. Where you see it any basketball or football game. But you put a golf ball in you it? You put a golf ball down into this canister, and it's got the air pressure loaded up, and then you like un, unscrew the canister to get the air pressure powered up, and then you just, just shoot that thing. Really? And that ball will go about 415 yards. Wow. And so you aimed it. They had they had a par four that was, was about say, too that bad it was yardage. A, it was a par three, <laughs> <laughs> right? This sucker is way into the, hole into the woods. <laughs> this thing is down into the creek, way beyond. But yeah. they, I think it was the possible, maybe the third hole there, which is a uphill par four. So, just, so you, you had you, some did uphill you pay climb. to get to use this. Is yeah, that how? It yeah, that's okay. how that's how it all goes. You're buying raffle tickets left ah, and right, gotcha. okay. getting into this contest or that contest, but. 
Never had a chance to uh, shoot the golf ball rocket. Maybe this year you will. Maybe it'll make a return. You never know. I think I put it to the fringe on the green. Yeah. Get a pretty good shot with it. Oh, that'd be that'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah, we'll putting, check putting for eagle. That's the way I'd golf. I'd I'd with yes, with something that shoots the golf ball for me so I don't actually have to hit the golf ball because that's where I'm not good. I don't know if you know that, Tim. That's where most people struggle is hitting the golf ball. Uh so we're gonna transition to talking about some beer sales. Although I'm sure you'd be able to do that, head out to the golf classic. That'll be a lot of fun. Uh University of Georgia they are not selling beer at their football games. They haven't been, uh, other than in very select areas, which I'll tell you about in a second. But the uh, the report now is that the AD there, Josh Brooks, made some comments saying, hey, we, we rolled out beer at the baseball games. Baseball, very big in the South. For college, if you're not familiar, college baseball in the South is huge. So they did start allowing people to buy beer there, uh, and, and it went well. They said it was good. They thought the results were good. Everything that went the way they expected. No crazy outliers with the crowds or anything. So they said, are we going to do this in football games? And the AD's response was no. Brooks said, quote, that's not even a discussion point right now. We introduced it at the baseball games and softball, and it's been a slow rollout. We're going to be very intentional about that. That's just not on the agenda right now for Sanford. Um, so that's talking about for the game when they play Sanford, I'm guessing is what they're... Oh, no, they're saying Sanford Stadium that's where they play. Sta- that's right. Yeah, that's yes. the stadium. Okay, I thought they were scheduling imagine, a game against Sanford. Imagine playing Sanford that would be bad. at Sanford Stadium. That would be bad. Uh, so anyway, that's that's essentially where the South is, or at least Georgia is, on this issue. And I find it weird because you can go to a Georgia football game and drink alcohol. You just have to be in the super hoity-toity donors club where then they will serve you alcohol of all varieties. But if you're in the regular people sections, no, you can't be trusted with alcohol. <laughs> it's 2022, right? It is. What year is this? This almost seems like you are you are allowed to do something. Sports gambling becomes legalized, but yet you're going to just stick your pinky toe into the pool. And oh, the right. benefits yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. And and what are you? Are you on some kind of moral high ground where you I think know. that? Sales at the football game will be something that's uncontrollable. You will have a rise in your incidence. That's just something that alcohol will do. But you can put in whatever kind of parameters, whatever kind of safeguards. Go look at any other college campus across the USA and study their numbers. Shoot, just call up Ohio State. Call up Gene Smith and ask to get some of his statistics for a 100-plus thousand-seat stadium and how things have changed. I don't think, I'd have to go back and study this now, I don't think it's all that different than before alcohol sales because you're going to have tailgating galore well, that's the difference, right? beforehand people, either way. People it's going to happen. And when they know they can't get it inside the stadium, they go, I better chug another beer or two before, or you know, they, they try to get it all in before they or go slamming in. slamming beers on the walk up. It's a scarcity principle. Once yeah. you know, like, oh, hey, I didn't drink another beer. I've been walking for 10 minutes. We're heading into the stadium. I'll get one in there. You know, you don't necessarily need to grab a fifth of whatever and swig that before you go in. You can just get something there. And then a lot of people don't end up getting it or they don't get as much as they thought they would. And and you end up with kind of the same type of deal. It's not as bad as you think. They think they're doing this at more low key events that it's better. But what are we doing? You're going to do it. I know. It's weird. You know, you're going to do it. Maybe they're just like they maybe that's maybe the people who run these universities are just a little too genteel. Like, I do declare we are not going to sully the good name of Georgia. Like, I don't know if it's that, if that's a thing oh. or if there's like a moral high ground or it's like, we don't, we think that's a cheap cash grab and we're not, we're above that. I don't know, but it's, 
It's weird. I do declare that alcohol for youngsters leads to trouble. Right. I, I just there's got to be want to ruffle any feathers down there. There's got to be still Stadium. a few Southerners that still talk like that, right? That don't all talk like they called the Paul Feinbaum show. I do just declare cream. they Pow! all talk like that. Pow! Georgia. <laughs> Right. You got that's the two that's the two Souths right there. You got the people who speak like, like that and the people who we should be scream enjoying Paul Feinbaum. Oh, alcoholic beverage after a cold lemonade on the porch <laughs> after the game. <laughs> Nothing I'm more. Wipe my sweated brow now if you don't mind with my kerchief. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh we'll take a break. If you missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown when we come back. It's man and bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some delays to watch out for. Traffic is still slow on 71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Plan about a five-minute backup over there. And a disabled vehicle has cleared from the top of the ramp to US 62 from 270 eastbound, but plan on some residual slowdowns. Starting report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. Junk sleep got you down. The sleep expert to Mattress Firm can help. Get a king bed for queen price and save up to $500 off during the best Memorial Day sale ever. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying purchase. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean-out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed, and the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Getting fatter and angrier by the minute. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Welcome in. Hope your Tuesday's going well. Hot one here in the state of Ohio. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. Hope you're getting back from a Memorial Day weekend. Thanks to Tim and Jen Went Jen her too, Jen Winters for filling in for mm-hmm. us yesterday. And Hayden, who worked like nineteen hours yesterday. Thanks to all of you for uh, making it, it happen. In. It was a good little holiday for Hayden. I hope he was able to get a plate after the show. Oh yeah. I hope someone he, somewhere saved a plate for I would him. hope so. Yeah. yeah, the barbecue food. I would hope that happened. For I sure. hope it wasn't his own cookout food too. Oh, where he had to go home a, and then cook? Bad compilation. No, you don't. Want... Just of the foods oh. that he drafted on the show <laughs> yeah, yesterday. Yeah, if you missed that, go check out the podcast. Of course, you can find the podcast wherever you get podcasts. Just search Man and Bone. Uh, you'll find it there. You can subscribe and get even the episodes when we're not here. Yesterday, you guys did a, a cookout food draft. That's right. We did and six rounds because there was only three of us. So it was kind of a la the fast food draft, but we did, I think, five rounds. There were four of us for that one, so yeah. 20 picks. I feel like you... You destroyed the draft. You had the it best draft ever, win. which is yeah. very different than what you had the last time oh, we yeah. did one of these food drafts. You were you were abysmal, but the you quick learned. poll that we did, the quick poll that we did on your Twitter account yesterday, had me almost at eighty percent. Yeah, well, you what, it was a landslide. Read, read your team. Do you have the team up in front of you? Do you remember I do. offhand? I do. Okay, G- what was the, what was it that you had? Jen went first. Triple H went second. I went third. Uh, so the third overall pick, I got hamburgers. Oh, I went with burgers. That's because Jen went brats. Triple H, H then took dogs. So we we're going all American entree items. I had to steal a burgers. Then we did the snake pick. I then got beer. I wow. went barbecue baked beans in the third round. Coleslaw fourth round. S'mores for my dessert. S'mores is I great. Failed to get the dessert you last get time. Dessert. Yep. And pulled pork. A second, maybe just the crown jewel cookout item. The only thing that we really misfired on as a group. No one had ribs. 
Anybody have uh, mac and cheese? We didn't have mac and cheese. Three mac and cheese? I'm telling you. You're missing out if you don't have that at your cookout. No, that's, I, I, as I said, you're a lucky guy to find mac and cheese at a lot of cookouts, I think. That. that's It's amazing. Does anybody have wings? We didn't have wings. Uh, Jen had like barbecue like chicken. A, okay, she had okay. Well, that's that'll that'll yeah. work then because that's kind of covers it. Because yeah, I mean, ribs or brisket though that could have been yeah, up there. Yeah, yeah. ribs like, especially. I mean, ribs. Oh, ribs are a perfect. Yes, that's a perfect barbecue. Food. Triple H took pizza in the fourth round. We had a big I, thing about this. We got to talk. That should to not Triple have been allowed. He should have subbed in ribs. Was he for saying? Pizza. I, I didn't. I didn't catch the full segment. Was he saying that? Because now you have those like pizza oven things that you hook up to a propane tank yeah, or the wood burning ta- stuff. They were, they were, were they both saying like, oh, that, you like, can cook outside, you can make a pizza outside. Jen was even talking about Guy Fieri's backyard. I'm like, yeah, because that's the typical backyard <laughs> cookout where we've got some $7,000 brick oven wood-fired pizza. Oh, yeah. That's, that, that, that's, that's the way not to go. the normal if thing. If you could do it, if you can have it, but you're right. Not a, not, it's not a... It's not a cookout food. That, that pizza pick was a lot like your Bojangles pick, where it's like, you're not <laughs> yeah, wrong that right, if you can right, get right. a, a like it stone, a wood-fired or like a, a, a big outdoor oven pizza made... Yeah. You can grill pizzas on the propane oh, grill or sure. on the charcoal grill. That's fair. I've done it before. People, I've seen it's that. it's not a Memorial Day, 4th of July cookout type of food that's a party food boxes of pizza we're at the jacket sweet night we're at a kid's birthday party we're at the bowling alley we got stacks of boxes of little caesar's pizza or god knows what not See, in an all-american backyard cookout. now you've reminded me i forgot about this so over the weekend we went to the i went to the indy 500 my brother was there my buddies john and elliot were there too we had a blast we had a great time there's a tunnel you walk under the track where this is unrelated but i'm just throwing this out there we walk into this track and it's a tunnel, right? So it's echoey and there's lots of people. Mm-hmm. So my buddy John just starts like belting out, uh, which I'm trying to remember which one he started with first. Started out with uh, Springsteen song that's escaping me now, but we're just all belting Born it out in the USA. Yes, that's right. Yeah, we're just all like that's a, we're belting out. I just, fear for your memory when you can't get born in the USA. I from sorry, Bruce I, sorry, you I are not an elephant. I was singing along with it. Anyway, he starts. Oh, what's that song? It's about America. The boss does it. All right. Oh, born so in the USA. Oh, he starts yeah. singing that at full volume. Because he is a capo for the crew. He does like the Nordeki. He leads oh those people. Oh my God. He's so just then, a chant leader. So we had like half the tunnel just singing. The next time through, we did the Fresh Prince theme all the way. For no reason. Just because it's fun and everybody should know that. If so you don't he know just the Fresh starts yelling, from West Philadelphia. Philadelphia. And we He's did the whole guy. thing. Because yeah. it takes you like a minute, minute and a half to walk through. Anyway, we had a good crew, good time. We had a lot of fun. But while we were there, afterwards, we get out of there. You know, I'm trying to eat healthy, trying to do this healthy lifestyle, hanging out with Brother Bone. And I'm like, what do you want to do? He's like, what do you want to do? And I'm thinking in the back of my head, I'm like, I think I kind of want pizzas. What I'm thinking in my head, because, you know, we've been outside all day. I just want to get a box pizza, go back to the hotel room. We're chilling out for the night. He's like, I'll tell you what the one thing I don't want is I don't want to eat pizza. I'm like, oh, all right. All right. And so the, he was, I was like, where do you want to go? And he's like, sounds Let's good. Go. And so he named like two or three restaurants and they're all restaurants that I've been going to to like grab a you know, healthier option food. They make it in front of you. They put some rice, maybe some chicken. You can pick your ingredients. That's where we ended up going. So I did still get like a fatty, gross meal anyway that was at those well, places. I, I but have no idea what you're describing that place. I don't know what it could place. be. I yeah. don't know what it could be. It anyway. Sounds like an exotic place. <laughs> sounds like a place where people go and have like nine orders yeah, that's that they <laughs> try to place at once. At one time! Why? They have an app. But 
Little go they, on the app. Little do they know they'll spend eternity in hell. That's right. Thankfully, so it's worth it. Thankfully, they will. Yeah. That's if there's any justice in the world. That's what I know. All right, rundown. Let's do it. Common man and T bones. The rundown. The rundown. All right. So we got back from a busy Memorial Day weekend. There were plenty of storylines popping up. One thing that we saw. Jameis Winston, supposedly with the Saints, is walking around camp with a limp. He tore his ACL, got it surgically repaired. He's back out there, cleared for OTAs. He's at OTAs. Reporters are saying, he doesn't look great. He's limping around. This is not encouraging. That may not mean anything. It may be that he's just working through the rehab process, or it may mean there's some big problems there, and maybe he won't be good to go. What does that mean for the Browns? Because that's where my mind goes. Can they get rid of Baker Mayfield that way? Is that an opportunity for Baker Mayfield to go and play for the Saints? Would they be more open to trading if Jameis Winston is not uh, 100%? I would have thought you would have at least explored that option anyway, but given Jameis Winston is the devil you do know versus the devil you don't, you you think keep him in the building and hopefully he can turn it around and be better with all these weapons. But if he can't play to an effective level, Baker Mayfield sitting there, I wonder if that's the option for the Saints. Possibility. I mean, it's not not the end-all, be-all, not... Even without Jameis Winston, it's hard to say if if the Saints would be the one to jump at Baker Mayfield. That might not be the right kind of fit. I don't know what kind of guy Dennis Allen likes, attitude-wise. I mean, because you better believe you're going to take a full scope of Baker Mayfield, the player and the person, when you're going to take a stab at him. Because you're thinking about what he's on the hook for this year and then what your plan for the future would be. I mean, it's quite possible that some team also might look at him as a bridge guy. Yeah, it's one year, and then we'll we'll see how the year goes, and we can go from there. I, I will. I will. Uh, by the way, I'll give you five dollars if you can tell me the Saints quarterbacks. Oh God, we well we looked at this the other day. Did you look at this? I'm blanking on it because there's a familiar guy there backing up Jameis Winston. He's actually listed for me as the second stringer and the third stringer is Taysom Hill. Yeah, Taysom Hill, obviously. There's two other QBs. One of them started a game for the Saints last year. Go ahead and tell me. Ian Book, Notre Dame. Ian Book, yeah. Bodie Wells' guy. And backup is Andy. Oh, yeah. Red Rifle. Right. I forgot he was there. They got four guys there, but... Andy, are any of those, Andy Dalton are, is an accept... I will say Andy Dalton is a bridge quarterback. He's a guy that can manage... While you are figuring out right. what else you can do, manage. But I would not, almost think he could pass Jameis Winston on the depth chart. If well, all if Jameis is still out, you you would think that's a possibility. So it's something to keep an eye on. It's any team that has any issues at quarterback, you're going to want to look at their depth chart. You're going to want to look at who is out there. But I'm quite sure the Browns have already just picked up a phone and said, "Hey, FYI, we're still open to trading." And the Saints are like, "Yeah, we know." He only cost 19 million bucks. <laughs> No, he costs great like, deal. He costs like seven or eight million. That's the that's the reality. Right? I'm I'm convinced the Browns are trying to get this out there. Like we won't take on undue amounts of salary or anything like that. They will because they know they have to if they want to get rid of him. Oh, they'll have to pay some. Yeah, of course they will. But it's just how much will they but have they're to gonna, pay? They're going to start in a certain place. Hopefully, meet in the middle. And we know what they told the Panthers when they were asking them to pick up, what, $14 million of the $19 million salary? Yeah. That was a non-starter for them at that point. And it probably should have been. You, you may as well just be patient. You've already committed to this whole awkward scene. Yeah, I guess they've, they have. But things now, have been said but on both sides. But they're already saying they've got to figure out what, what happens when he shows up and says, I want to be here training. Because if he doesn't, he gets fined. Like, that's the other thing is, 
I'm, I'm sure he's not going to skip the mandatory stuff because I if you do, you've so. got to find. Yeah, he's got too and much to say, lose. And if I were him, too, I would absolutely be saying, well, I'm the quarterback, correct? No one has told me not to show up, so I will be here because I'm not getting fined for that. And if they're like, well, this is awkward. He's like, yeah, it's your problem, sure, not mine. Sure it is. So you can either just go through that, and they might. Deshaun Watson last year with the Texans, where he was away from the team because of all these issues, he still trained with the team, just not... He trained at the facility, not with the team. He was separated from them in a different place. They'll probably do something similar with Baker. Just weird to think that that's what happened with Deshaun Watson last year, and now he's taking Baker's yeah. job. Because they don't want to get Baker hurt, too, while no. they have this guy that they hope oh, to move. God. That would, be, to get that out would be the irony of all of it, is that Baker just has a LaCharles Bentley where he walks onto the practice field and blows out his oh, knees or man. something oh. crazy like that. Yeah, he's so hurt. Oh. He burned so deep. Yeah. So anyway, keep an eye on that. We'll obviously talk more about that as the summer goes along until they do something in this weird and wild saga. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. Well, we got to talking, Timmy, and ran out of time for The Rundown. So so there is a close to The Rundown. It's the same as The Open. Yeah. Triple H just made a manual noise yesterday. <laughs> he literally went on well, the microphone and said, pew, 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 Oh, I rundown. see. Got it. Well, there's also, I mean, you could do this one. <laughs> Do that, I guess, but whatever. Either way. They're all great. Yeah. Or or whatever. They're there. They exist. <laughs> yeah, but Teddy, we didn't get to any more, so I didn't have to play that one. I had it. And the memorials this week. There you go. I'll oh, see yep. you Thursday, folks. There you, go. you want me to wrap it up again? Should we play the rundown? No, rundown. Pew, 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 pew. There you go. We did it. Um, a broadcaster had a ridiculous meltdown. We'll talk about that next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Some slow traffic to keep an eye out for right now. You'll find delays in Route 315 southbound between 670 westbound and I-70. Traffic is backed up in that area. And more delays on I-70 eastbound between James Road and 270. Traffic report is sponsored by Taco Bell. The toasted cheddar chalupa is back in town. And by in town, that means at Taco Bell. So crispy, crispy bites of cheddar cheese toasted on a flaky shell sounds delicious to you. Get yourself a toasted cheddar chalupa at participating Taco Bell locations for a limited time. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Barely famous. Incredibly stupid. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Welcome in. Hope Tuesday's going well. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. Hot one today in Ohio. Just the, the way 90s. you like it, man. Love it. Oh yeah, I had a, I I'm embracing the heat. Even though the Heat have now been eliminated from the playoffs in the NBA. <laughs> yeah. I am still I am there. Jimmy I'm had hugging, to take that three. I am man. hugging Jimmy Butler anyway cuz I embrace the heat. I love the heat. Love the warmth. I'm good with it. Um I I'm guessing this guy does not embrace the heat though. Uh ESPN Arkansas radio host not liking the heat he is getting after a little bit of a rant he went on. So he's on uh, the radio station there. I'm guessing this is in Little Rock. 
ESPN Arkansas? That's the thing. Who the hell knows? Yeah. yeah. Well, we don't even know what market. We just have ESPN Arkansas. Well, because I'm we guessing it broadcasts. We don't even have call letters for this. I'm station. guessing it goes out around the state. Uh, maybe like syndic. You know, maybe they have a few other smaller stations that also pick it up out of like a main place. Anyway, Derek Ruskin is this host name. Uh, he was talking about an Arkansas Razorbacks baseball player. And we talked about this a little earlier, Timmy. I mean, I'm sure you're aware of it. A lot of people probably know, but down south, you talk about college baseball. They they view that with the same fervor that a lot of people here view college football and college basketball. I mean, it's still not college football down there. It's well, bigger. It's, the college baseball there is bigger than the college baseball. Well, no, it's nothing. Here but nothing's like 10. college. Nothing's like college football yeah. to them there. But I'm it's saying big, though. There are yeah, I'm saying there's a decent amount of people who plan their lives around when these games are. They travel, they they I'm I'm a good contingent of people who bring RVs and do all that stuff and hang out at these things. So it's a big deal, big enough that they're talking about it on their radio show. Uh so Arkansas was 38 and 18 this year, but in the SEC baseball tournament, they lost both the games they played despite being a number 3 seed. So they just completely crapped out themselves. Early. Yeah. yeah. So it's the, baseball. You can lose a couple games. SEC's a really good conference, you, too. You can, but if you lose them in the tournament, as they did as a three seed, they went from being like presumed to be... Hosting you know, a regional. Yeah, a pretty not. good team. Now they're not going to get to host a regional. So uh, so that all happened. And this Derek Ruskin was on the air talking about catcher Michael Turner. Michael Turner transferred into the school this year from Kent State. And he apparently uh, played some comments where he said that Arkansas is, quote, trying to keep the circle tight, cut out a lot of the outside noise. It's not always that easy to play here. There's a lot of people that are fans. Some are good fans. Some are not good fans. If you read Twitter after the game, it can get in your mind a little bit. So we're just trying to keep the circle tight and keep moving forward. Okay. That's a pretty tame comment that you would hear from a player after things get rough. Yeah. I don't think we've seen it. We've seen it around here before. Sure. In the way that you sort of band together. did he say anything wrong there? Like, no. The f- football team. He didn't team, call anybody out. I mean, any, he just he mentioned generically some are good fans, some are not good fans. And is that every not, fan base is that has not that. true? Every, that's, I mean, that's true. Gone, every fan base. If you've gone on Buckeye Twitter during an OSU football game, you're telling me there's not some good fans out there and there's not some bad right. fans? Of course there are. And so, EJ Liddell shed a little bit of light into as to what actually gets sent to you personally. Oh, yeah, right. Some of the horrible things. So and that that happens to athletes all over the country. So. uh Derek Ruskin said this, uh, the radio host, in response to that, uh, he he said, hang on, I'll find it. I got it. it. He, said, oh, I'll, got it. he said, I'll say it, and I wouldn't say this about a young player. Michael Turner, he's a fifth-year guy from Kent State. He's a stupid ass, the catcher for the Arkansas Razorbacks. Then he said, first of all, you're not a Razorback. You're a rental player and have sucked, so thanks for nothing. Secondly, as a rental player... You do not get to come in here and criticize this fan base, you stupid ass. Not a chance. The question was about the entire team, and you used the entire answer to take a swing at this fan base. You're a disgrace, Michael Turner. You're a disgrace. You should not get to wear that uniform again. What a loser. You know why they're losing? Because you're a loser, and you're the catcher. You're in charge of this whole thing on the infield. What does that mean? You're a loser and a disgrace and can't get out of this program soon enough. Yeah. All right. Wow, what a rant. I again, I'm I'm going to try to be very I'm going to try to extend to uh this uh douchebag radio host Derek Ruskin. I'm going to try to extend to him a little bit more grace than he's willing to extend to other people, but here's the reality. Uh you do this business, you talk about things on the radio for a long time. There are a lot of people in this business who I think are wrong 
but a lot of people in this business who reward you if you have a hot take for everything, right? A lot of people who look at, you know, the stuff they see on ESPN in the morning, stuff they see with Skip and Shannon, and they say, that's what we need to do at our radio station. Yeah. The, the reality, constant yelling, constant yelling, shouting at the top of your lungs, arguing all with the everyone time, instead of when it actually is passionate and when it actually fits and jives with what you're feeling or thinking. Yeah. Um, those guys, by the way, that do that, as much as I can't stand them, they are pros at it. They, they are very good at finding ways to say a lot of things without saying anything. And they find usually, there's always exceptions, they usually find ways to not get into this type of trouble all the time. Sometimes they do, and it doesn't matter because they get ratings, right? But this guy at ESPN Arkansas needed to learn the lesson, which is um, you're not probably as good as them at that. Don't try to, don't try to play someone else's game. If you're not if you're not that guy, don't do this type of thing. You don't need to go after every single person all the time, period. There are some people in this business, like, again, people who run radio stations who will tell you, have a take, be out there, be hot take guy, rip everyone, tell them what's up. And that's, that's, that's work for some people. It's not going to work for everyone. Here's something that's good, though. ESPN Arkansas, and I think I've uh, limited this down to Fayetteville, Arkansas, oh, Fayetteville, which is where right. Arkansas is. I didn't is. think about that. That's right. This could possibly be 99.5 ESPN Arkansas. Okay. Their market manager is Tommy Kraft. Released a statement and said Ruskin or Russin, whatever, is going to be taking time away from the stations. Kraft said the comments went too far and did not meet the station's standard for quality content. Now, if you're saying, well, this seems a little bit snowflake by everybody involved, what's the big deal? We criticize pro athletes all the time. What's the, same, what's the deal about saying this about a college athlete? Well, I mean, there is a difference. I think there's a huge difference there. One of them is the guys who are paid to play sports. While we should certainly have a conversation about how much of that needs to happen at all times where we're talking about everybody as if they're not a real person. We can have that conversation for sure. But I do think that even still is a little bit different, criticizing a professional player's performance from going after a guy who is a college player who, until they start, and even then, if they start paying players, I'm still going to have kind of a problem with that. But in this case, I mean, we still, yes, there's name, image, and likeness. There's stipends. That is not the same as a guy getting paid millions of dollars to hit a baseball. You know, last year, my Mets... In New York, they were getting booed because they weren't playing well. They were not living up to expectations. So whenever they did something good, they turned around and gave like a hand signal to each other, which was the thumbs down. They would like turn it. You know how guys get a double? Right. They turn the yeah. dugout. I, rem- they do I some, remember what they were doing. Some of them did then the salt they caught paper. on. Yeah. yeah. And it turned out that that was a whole thing of them saying, yeah, boo the fans because the fans boo us. And all that came out. And a lot of people, myself included, said that's that's not great. Right. Fans are paying their money to come watch. Doesn't give them license to say anything. But if they don't like the fact you strike out seven times in a row and they've been paying all this money to watch and they haven't seen anything good from this team, I don't blame a fan who goes, boo, or, hey, man, you suck, pick it up, whatever. There's a line that can get crossed. I think it's a little different, though, than a guy who's a professional on the radio saying this type of stuff about a specific college player. Well, it's also... Di- That's it's, not great. It's completely different situations. We're talking... Who the heck knows what this... Something tells me that this baseball player, Michael Turner, is not the most evil athlete that has ever existed. No. Just this, doesn't, this just didn't strike you as a situation, evidenced by the fact that this radio host was reprimanded. Oh, yeah. So, he, right, he, the decision came care down. Yes. This wasn't a, everyone sat back and applauded and say, damn right, man, finally. No. Finally, somebody got that Michael Turner sucker. 
and said what we were all thinking about him. Right. This, read the room, right? Everyone's general opinion didn't seem to line up with this. They lost a couple games as a team. What is that comment about how the catcher is responsible for everything that the infield does? I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess I know, saying, I know the catcher and the pitcher, they kind of are on the same well, wavelength. If you're, if you're and they, calling they, pitches, they're with each other. But again, I don't know in college baseball, I don't follow it enough to know, like, does the catcher have the same autonomy in college baseball that yeah. you usually see in the major leagues? I mean, like, if my shortstop or third baseman or second baseman or first baseman is making errors and boneheaded mistakes, I don't know how that's falling back on the catcher as their sole responsibility. Well, it is an important you know, position on the diamond. Don't get me wrong. Yes, absolutely. But... I mean to go to go that far about it off of two losses. I get it; it's a disappointment. I even think though this is different than like we we've clearly had players here over the past where we've said, "Man, this guy's just not playing well," or "I don't think he should," you know, be starting or whatever. Those are discussions I think that are those are fair. It is big time college athletics to some degree. I think that's okay. Yeah, criticism is is part of it, but going after someone and saying he's a stupid ass, you're a rental player, disgrace, loser, yeah, boom, boom, it's a lot of personal attacks, and it's not. It's not like saying he did say a little bit of you're not getting the job done on the field, but then took it way overboard on the off the field personal attack stuff. That's that's not good. Yeah, Derek, you can enjoy being suspended from a Northwest Arkansas sports talk. Dare dare I say this guy? He's the actual stupid ass of this story. How about that? He's the one who ended up being the one who has to go away. Look, the other guy's going to be playing baseball, and he's going to be sitting on the shelf. And so. it's just funny when you when you hear the comments and you hear the story before you've ever seen the person. And then yeah, when you, yeah. go, you Google up and <laughs> you see a guy that looks like John Rocker, right? Like It's like, what's what's going on here? Like there's yeah, Derek right. Ruskin, congrats on the suspension. Yeah, well earned. Uh, game show's coming up next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident causing some delays on westbound 670 after Route 315. Police are on scene trying to get things cleaned up, but please be very careful over here in the meantime and watch out for slowdowns here as well. This traffic report is sponsored by AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free and help you save time and money down the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Help me an array with fan traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Like a sports drink, but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes. Back to Man and Bone. Welcome in. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. Coming up later tonight, Buckeye Show is going to be on at 6. Is it going to be Timmy Hall hosting it? No. It is, in fact, going to be Jeff Tito Thidoff, who's going to be hosting today, correct, Jimmy? Yeah, I believe Tito and Triple H, if I'm not mistaken, is going to right. saunter in here. And what if it's not Triple H? Triple H is just like out. Yeah. He's out right now, just chilling, and all of a sudden he's like, what? Am I, I supposed to be oh, here? Oh, no. Like, no he, did, he did tell me, though. He did inform me in the last segment that a plate was saved for me. Oh, so he got a plate. Triple okay, H good. got a plate of something good when he got home at you know eight thirty last night. Right. Well, so, I hope he did because that's, nice. that's that's what you want. You want to be able to get some whatever hot dog, hamburgers, mm-hmm. pizza in his case because I know that's what he 
put on his cookout we, list. We honestly thought because it's so low key around the station for holidays. Yeah. Because we might be here in programming, we might be staffing the shows, but nobody else is here. I mean, oh, no. no. Not on the None of the other day? parts of the no. business are are here. And we have this setup there where the games are there. We've got foosball, pop a shot. We've got ping pong. We've got a garage door that can slide up, you know? Oh, right. We've never slid it up. That would be just perfect to let the fresh air in. You're inside, you're outside. Yeah. Bring a little kick in. We've got a, a little uh, conversation area mm-hmm. with a sofa, two Buckeye helmet chairs, and a coffee table. We said we should have just brought the Memorial Day party right here. Oh, I had a grill outside. We just had our friends and family here. Yeah. And then mixing some radio. Oh, we'll see, see in a few minutes. Going to do, do a radio segment right now. Yeah, and then go back out you there. You guys can listen in out here. That'd be great. You could drag in, like, you know, grandma or someone could come in, sit down, just have a <laughs> right, hot take, right, see what right. she thinks about what's going on. Have dad talk. Come on in, dad. What do you think about Tommy Fan? talk some Boilermakers. Football. What, do you, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> what do you feel grandma like? Jock think about Peterson. That, yeah. yeah, that's good. All right, you want to do the game show? I got it here, ma'am. Let's hit it. What do we got today? It's the box office game show in honor of the new Top Gun movie. Everybody's talking about it. Can't wait to see it. I got yelled at on social media. Couldn't tell if it was sarcasm well, or not. spoiled Top Gun. Talking about Goose from 1986. <laughs> so I apologize. You spoiled the original Top Gun. Not the, <laughs> Shut up, Ted. Not the current one. Stop making one. faces. Not the current one. The Somebody one that came a- out 30 years yeah, ago. Another person was asking me, like, are you talking about the new movie? I'm like, I'm talking about Goose. Goose. Lieutenant Bradshaw. Anthony Edwards. So, uh, Ted, no. Not Ted, the new Ted's, movie. Ted's making faces over there. <laughs> Have you seen a movie, Ted? Have you been and seen? But the, no, the original Top Gun. Okay, Everybody making sure there's some, something we're missing you here. You can't talk about that? I was talking about this with Chops. Even if you haven't ever seen it. Goose is as much a part of pop culture as yeah. anything. Talk to me, you Goose. You should know. You right. should know what happened to him, even if you never saw the movie. Well, and that, that's your fault that, if you don't. Or if you don't know, you probably don't care enough to know. Exactly. So you're not going to be offended if someone yes. spoiled a movie that you yeah, have no yeah, interest whatever. in seeing. Yeah. Right. So I had 36 years <laughs> to get this done. <laughs> All right. No, it's still not enough time. So How dare you? Bone, which movie made more money at the box office? You wanted it this way. This is all-time adjusted for inflation. Okay. Lifetime gross. Boxofficemojo.com. We're going to go with a couple heavy hitters. Avatar versus Titanic. Um, I am going to say it's Avatar because that, that seems weird to me. So I'm going to say it's Avatar. No, sorry. Oh, all right. Avatar is at about an eight eight hundred ninety million. Titanic one point two four billion. Wow. That's a fifteenth versus fifth all time in these rankings. I thought Avatar did better than that. That's my bad on that because I know that they like shockingly have this ridiculous amount of money that well, I believe they've made through it. And now they're number, doing like they're what? number one all time. If you just look at the gross. Oh, okay. Like, I ranking. see. I see. Number gotcha. one all time. But gotcha. That has to do with you know ticket prices, re releases, things like that. Uh, okay. We have uh, Avengers Infinity War versus Avengers Endgame, the two big Avengers movies. Mm. Which one are you going to go with there? I mean, I assume Endgame would be seen by more people. But then again, Infinity War could have been watched by a lot more people. And then some of them were like, I'm not going to go see Endgame. I don't want I don't want to go. I don't want to finish it off. I don't care. Which no, is, I'm gonna go. With, I'm going to go with Endgame. Endgame's correct. All right. Go. Yeah, go with the gut. The bigger movie, the one at the end. 
Infinity War, 662,871,000 for Endgame. That's 36 versus 16th in the rankings. All right. And uh, throw, throw out some years as we go along if you want some extra credit for when these were released. If you see if, how close you can get. Jurassic Park versus Independence Day. It's, I'm going to say Jurassic Park just because of dinosaurs. Yes, correct. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm going to also say Jurassic Park was 1993. Yes, on the head. Independence Day, I'm going to say, was 96. Yes, on the head. All right. Yes. Those Good. are two. I got to say, those are two that were right in my wheelhouse of being in like junior high age to high school age. Oh, they're And so they're I was very hits. much like, yep, that movie's coming out. I had time to obsess over it and care about it and want to like wait forever to watch it. And so when it did, I could almost place like what grades I was in when those came out. You cannot find better examples of summer blockbusters oh, those two are than those two. Right up there. It was yes. 839 million Jurassic Park, 633 for Independence Day. Men in Black versus Rocky. Try to switch Ooh, things up. Go okay. with a different era there. Men in Black versus Rocky. I, I'm going to say that Men in Black made more because Rocky, while it was critically well-received, and be, it, it was obviously a huge movie, I want to say Rocky 2 and Rocky 3 did more later on, and Men in Black beat it. I'm Rocky wins this one. No, with inflation. Really? Yeah. Okay. Five hundred and three million to four ninety nine. So that was a close one. Oh, all close right. Very close there. Wow. I did good for good job, Rocky. I had no idea. Did no slice Stallone. I, I knew he was great after all that and made all that money. I thought the first one didn't do as well. Okay. Years on either? Uh I want to say Rocky was seventy seven. I'm giving you that. It's within two. What was it? Seventy six. Oh, seventy six. Okay. Bicentennial. Uh, and you said Men in Black. I'm going to say that was 95. Close enough. 97. Got it within oh, two. All right. Number five. We're going to go with some old Disney's. Bambi versus Cinderella. Ooh. Which one, which one has made more money? More money at the box office. All uh, time adjusted. It's got to be Cinderella. It's got to be Cinderella. I feel like that's way more of a... No? No. No. Bambi. Really? 582 to 551. Wow. Yeah, I'm Bambi, Dude, I gotta tell you, wimpy like, deer. I'm, well, I'm saying, like, my kids watch a lot of Disney movies. The amount of times we've watched Bambi is, I think, maybe once. Watch Cinderella, like, at least, yeah. I mean, a dozen feels times like the this bigger flick. year. I'm yeah. with you. It feels like the bigger flick. But that's just anecdotal. I guess I'm wrong. Old, right. old flicks. Yeah. Those two. Absolutely. 42. Oh, oh, you went to, oh, the years. Yeah. I forgot. Uh, what, well, 42, which one was 42 that? 42 for Bambi. Cinderella, I'm going to say, was 44? Nope. 50. Oh, that 1950. late? Okay. Yep. I thought they were right, on, right around the same time. All right. Here's uh, here's a good one. Jaws versus Ben-Hur. Oh, God. Uh, Jaws. Jaws. Yep. 1.17 bill versus 896 million. Let me hit you with Iron Man versus Top Gun. Mm. I would believe Iron Man is more popular and, and thus did better. No. Wow. Top Gun, baby. Just because of the amount of time it's had to highway to the to danger making zone, mo- making more money. Well, no, I because I believe with the is this just ticket sales? I, I believe with the adjust with the adjusted for inflation list, you're taking away all the re-releases of the film. Okay, so you're gotcha. really going with its when it was released, right. how it did. That's so what, yeah, that's what I thought. Adjusted we were, yeah. top in Top Gun in its lifetime gross, it was pretty close to what this number is. So I think maybe somewhere along the lines, this is where they had the meter. Top Gun was four hundred thirty nine million with inflation. Iron Man four hundred and six. Oh wow! Okay. These are both outside the top one hundred. Top one hundred. They were both outside the top really? one hundred. 
in the that rankings. That shocks me. Yeah. That many movies have made that much money. But Go- Gone with go. the Wind was number one all time, by the way. How much, 1939, how much was that, that uh, was $1.85 billion. Wow. Let them number live. one all time. My wife's favorite movie. She loves- I've never even seen it. Oh, really? Any good? Lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say, uh, the not- Mrs. and I? I'm not a huge Two fan. Two tickets for Gone with the Wind. That'll be 21 cents, sir. <laughs> right, 21 cents, which is now $97. Yeah, that's yeah. what they tickets were charging were back then. Tickets were 8 cents or 9 cents. Yeah, that's right. Back page is coming up next. Thanks for that, Timmy. That was good. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident causing some backups on westbound 670 after Route 315. Police remain on scene trying to get things cleaned up. Plan on some slowdowns over here in the meantime, but a five-minute backup. This traffic report is sponsored by New Jersey Division of Travel and Tourism. Boost your mood in New Jersey. Discover new wonders, stroll beaches and boardwalks, savor sea breezes too, rise to adventure, or drift into the ocean blue. Find it all at visitnj.org. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Final segment of the program. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. Thank you, Bone. Jeff Tedoff Tito is coming in next to do Buckeye Show, I believe, with With Hayden. our man Bodie. Oh, Bodie's Bodie. doing it. All right, there you go. Bodie's in next. Perfect. Looking uh, right at him. Oh, I couldn't see him over there. Hi, Bodie. Good to know you're in there. And there Tim May will be co-hosting. Oh, Tim May. Back Tim from Indy. May. Oh, man, I got to oh. go. I hope Tim had a good time in Indianapolis because I'm guessing he was there. I didn't oh, see him. Yeah. I thought I might run into him. But we were definitely in the same space, I'm guessing, we, having we t- some fun. The, the week that I had Tim May, he was nice enough to give us a week on the Buckeye show. And Tim's a funny dude, for one. And he talked about his interest in when he was you know, covering Buckeye football. Sometimes you want to have some other things to write about and give your attention to yeah. when it's the offseason. And so he was, he's been one of these reporters that whatever events or whatever kind of connections he could make with auto racing back to Columbus. So he knows all the local race teams and storylines that they've had with whatever races they've run, whether that's Indianapolis or NASCAR. And he also mentioned, and I remember him tweeting about these events and covering them. He's a big bowling guy too. Oh, really? Anytime the bowling event, Oh, interesting. anytime that one, I forget the name of the, the event, but I said, well, shoot, if you have PDW, if you got Pete Weber, the man, who do you think you are? I am. You got him coming into town. You got to get some blanket coverage of that, dude. I couldn't have name dropped him, but as soon as you said his name, I remembered the, who do you think you are? I am. Like, it just. I did it. Ah, yeah, I did it. <laughs> yes. You got it. If you're not aware, just Google Pete Weber celebration and you'll, you'll find all the times he's, he's acted pretty I interesting. I do it. I did it. <laughs> Who do you think you are? I am. 
So great. He's what great. a flex. What it's a great. flex. He is. He's a great bowler. <laughs> no, it's good. So Tim May will come in and talk to you all about that stuff. That'll be a lot of fun. He was probably there. <laughs> When Pete oh, did yeah, he probably thing. was. If it was around here, I'm sure he was. Yeah, I uh, I got to... Uh, uh, Timmy, I know you're averse to crowds, but I got to get you there once. To the actual 500. Just one. Mm, it's not happening. What if I get a... Why can't if, you be happy with what we did together? That's that's right in my wheelhouse. Because that was a long time. Qualifying? Because that was doing, a long do time again. ago. That was do a, that again. All right, though. let's do that again. Let's go out yeah. for like qualifying. Let's do that. We'll walk around. Because we... Were those your seats, by, by the way? I mean, why, oh, the why, would, I, why would they yeah. have not been your seats? I got no. Yeah. I just went there and took some pictures, and then <laughs> well, I went look, six miles I said, away. <laughs> I don't go to like every. I don't go to. I don't go to as many things as I used to because we have kids. We're busy. I don't like a lot of season ticket stuff has fallen by the wayside. Because so we're just when I going. go, yeah, I'm going to go get go good big. tickets. I'm going to go get good tickets, and I and I enjoy these. That's tickets. right where we sat for the qualifying. Yeah. The right nice, up by the start finish. We lucked out with these tickets because I, you know, you, you, the way it works for like Indianapolis, you put in and say, I want tickets. And then they wait, like you can put in now if you've never bought tickets there for next year's Indy 500. They will say, all right, cool. Uh, you have to put your stuff in, your credit card info, all that. Yeah. Yeah. And then if, uh, October ish around there, they will say, oh, hey, the seats you wanted are available. Other people didn't buy them. You can now have them and we're charging your credit card for all these seats on a random day in October, whenever we get to it, that's how it works. Cause they have all these other people who've already bought them and they want to renew them anyway. So I bought these unseen, not knowing where exactly I'm going to sit. How about that? And then I go sit down. We get to the section. I look right across. There is a full giant screen directly across from where I'm sitting. Huge led screen with the TV broadcast. You can hear the speakers. And we also had the pylon right in front of us. that tells you where every single car in the field is. So you can always see that. And Gasoline Alley, where all the cars come out and go in, that was right across from us, too. All the celebrities are walking out through there before the race. You could see them across the way. It was great. It was a nice little place to sit. Had no idea we got such good seats. And so I'm going to, like, hit the button to it's renew like, those like and the keep ho- them. It's like the hotel app where you pay a certain price. And it's like, we're telling you it's a four-star hotel. Yeah. You just not telling know you which, which one. one it is. Yeah. But you got to trust us. It's, it's in a good this deal. circle. It's a good deal. Please be the Sheridan. <laughs> Is that what you're rooting for? Yeah. Oh, give oh, me that okay. Sheridan. Baby. Sh- <laughs> All right. Good. Well, we this already know. Soap with the shell on it. What's coming up on the Buckeye show? We already know. Buckeye stuff. You'll hear more about that with Jeff Thedoff and Tim May. Him too. Coming up in just a moment. Now it's time to do the back page. So let's do it. The back page. The back page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. All right, Timmy, take it away. Yeah, we were just mentioning this in the break. This Put this in the category of shocking behavior. The Mona Lisa was... Right? It can't really be vandalized like this because they take these precautions. Good thinking by the by the staff at the Louvre, right? Oh, yeah. But a man who appeared to wear a wig in videos, and he approached was in the a, painting he was in, a in a wheelchair. In like a blanket yeah. covering him. He acted like he was a very old lady. Feeble, yeah. Who wanted to come up and see. The, and so they wheeled him to the front of the display so he could see the Mona Lisa up close. Got up and then proceeded to chuck a piece of cake at the artwork. Oh, and no. there are pictures. You can just Google this up, and you'll see a Mona Lisa pretty much right below her neckline. She's just doused in cake batter. Mm. Icing, That's- cake chunks. I mean, really, like the, would have destroyed the painting completely if there was no protective glass over it, right? Can you imagine, like, if they had not 
done the protection thing. Oh, yeah, that would be that would be it. That would be horrible. Thirty six year old was arrested, taken into psychiatric infirmary in the police headquarters, oh, according no, to the Paris no. prosecutor's office. Yeah, I would guess so. That's no good. Well, don't do that if you see any well, famous these are, artwork. I mean, honestly, like I know the common man would agree. These are the types of things where it's just it's, it's death sentence. Well, straight to the chair. Well, like at least it didn't, no, no it didn't actually work because they could just wipe the glass off. It doesn't matter. That's good. Yeah. The act is that you were going to do You were this. trying to do You are going to destroy yeah. this priceless artifact. That's the death sentence. Yeah. It's Not over. great at all. All right, Timmy, thanks for doing this. We'll be back again tomorrow. Buckeye Show is next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. An accident still being worked on on 670 westbound after Route 315. It is taking quite some time to get this one clear. Police remain on scene, getting things cleaned up. A plan on some slowdowns over here in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. The Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, The Fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But... We have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too, would be bald. If I don't, if I didn't take these pills every single day, <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now. Yeah, for almost twenty years. It's called Amateur Pecia. <laughs> hey. I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day, all of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was. Alongside uh, Richard Jefferson, I want Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcasts, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head. You know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, "Wow, man, everybody's just you know out here not embracing their baldness." And I'm like, "You're I I too shave like I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the you know coconut with a Hulu skirt on should. it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. You need a different look. And you can't shave it all the way. No, you I... You can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks. you would. I, you would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just... Stop What it am now. I supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. A fat white guy. 
there's bald. No, is there that are other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have like shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. Then I have to shave it back down. But the the cue ball polished dome thing. That's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying, I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I that's, know, I know, I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down then. Is it okay where it is now? Because well, I just fine want, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. like every other fat soccer yes, loving guy good. Right I, don't, <laughs> I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate so good all right. a special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet come back for more podcast and again the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us care heating and cooling call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust stop listening now the podcast is over turn it off go do something 